Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace, offering everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. Extensive options, ease of selection, and flexibility at your fingertips help make sure your time is wonderfully spent. Viator is the place to go to book experiences that will create long-lasting moments that make lifetime memories. And Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences to choose from in over 190 countries. In in fact, just last year, Viator helped my family put together this amazing adventure on the island of Kona. Swimming with the manta rays, trying to avoid the barracudas, whatever your wildest dreams. If you can imagine it, Viator probably has an experience just for you. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in Viator's world of wonderful experiences. Viator. One site, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm 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 hustling. I do my best, but uh, my best wasn't good enough. Good morning, TBV! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another glorious Wednesday morning. It's hump day, and we are getting over the hump as uh, the week is at its... the middle. We're in the middle part of the week. And we're just that many hours closer to some action. Zuldo Ramirez is back in action. Joseph Diaz Jr. is back in action. And so is my brethren, Javier Fortuna El Abejón, back in action. So we got a lot to look forward to this weekend. Glad it's hump day, 72 hours out. But today we're here to discuss the fact that the WBC, the WBA, IBF, and the Ring Magazine are all, or will be all, on the line for the fight between Manny Pacquiao and Earl Spence, August 21st in Las Vegas. Uh, Michael Coppinger reporting three days ago, to be exact, that the WBA are holding a board of governors will vote on the potential reinstatement of Manny Pacquiao as a welterweight champ ahead of his August 21st showdown with two-belt champion Earl Spence Jr. He's currently champion in recess after two-year layoff. Jordani Urgas was elevated in his absence. Now, 
the ring has already said that the winner of this fight will be crowned the ring magazine, the, the, the true number one. So that's a third belt right there without the WBA voting and coming to an agreement on what we already know is going to take place. Who's going to deny the legend Manny Pacquiao his title? It's not like it wasn't his belt. It's not like Ugas fought anyone to actually claim the status that was given to him. And at this age, are you really going to deny Pacquiao? His defense of his belt when he's going up against a hungry lion, something that other people just aren't trying to do. So uh, this just became such a huge fight. And now I can see why Earl is saying after this fight, I'm going to 54. Because if you got four belts and you got that ring magazine that, you know, your nemesis, Terrence Crawford, loves, right? He he literally put one of those up in his video and said, Earl, you ain't got one of these. They give you one of these when you the best. In the division. That's what Bernie the boxer said in, in, in one of Terrence Crawford's lives. So, I don't know. Would Earl stick around if he becomes the true number one in the division? The true champ in the division? Um, I don't know. But Mario Monguilla, man, it's been a minute. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the couple's training is going well. <laughs> yes, yes. Couple's training, not couple's therapy. You understand? Couple's training. They're both going to be fighting in Border Wars. Main event. And I'm, I, 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 you know, and the women's headline, you know, because women's headline in their own card. That's right. It's going to be on the same card, but it's kind of their own card because it's their own thing. But Mario, what up? Uh, chilling, chilling. Uh, you know, it might as well be couples therapy, though, because, you know, it's uh, therapeutic and we're doing it together. And uh, I, honestly, it's it's just much better. Like, I love having somebody who, you know, is getting up with me. And, you know, it, it's it's been cool. We, I. She's been training really hard, just to let you know, let everybody know. She, I, I was, I've been sick the last couple of days, and uh, she hasn't missed a beat. Got up this morning at five, and got her workout in. Um, and so, yeah, man, she's, uh, she's very excited, very, very excited. Um, and uh, yo, we, we're gonna put on a show. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that it's uh, going well. You know. Um... She loves it, man. She she um, it's the first time like she's really ever done like boxing workouts. You know, like we've done target mitts before. She'll hit hit the heavy bag, or she'll like try some of the stuff that I'm doing. But it's the first time like she's actually been to the gym, you know, to to do boxing, like to train boxing. And so yeah, man, she loves it. She absolutely loves it. Now my niece is getting into it too. Oh, she wants. Dope. She's ready for border wars. What did like, you guys? When do the kids get to fight? What did you guys think of uh, Rebecca's pad work with her husband, Jose Locosens? Uh She actually tagged Ashen on it in IG and, and sent her a, you know, friendly, uh, you know, nemesis type of thing. Um, you know, it that really motivated her. Like, she was like, yo, she is not playing and she is in all the way. I think the other thing she admires is that, you know, uh, Rebecca, she's like, you know, try, she's using this as a uh, promotional tool, which is super smart. Exactly. To like launch her own brand and stuff, right? And 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 so, I think just the narrative of that is like such a good idea and gets people on your side and stuff. And and so Ash is going to do the same thing. You know, she's been wanting to launch uh, her own stuff for a while, uh, blog and uh, 
yeah, man, she's uh, she 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 was impressed. She said, you know, she's clearly in shape. Oh, um, Rebecca. And she yes, and she thinks that she's gonna be very fast. You know, I saw the pad work, and and she said, you know, obviously like she's just starting to get the combos down and stuff. She expects to fight somebody very fast. Um, I told her like her speed isn't bad either. Ash's speed it, it, it isn't bad. Um, but she fully intends to be the slower of the two, but the stronger of the two. Like that's the game plan in her mind so far. But, um, you know, we've barely touched on anything, to be honest with you. I mean, it's all been pretty much cardio and, and, and getting the rhythm of, of punching down. For sure. And if you're a bit lost, you're like, wait, I thought they were talking about Earl and Manny Pacquiao <laughs> and the belts. Well, we will be and we are talking Earl, Manny Pacquiao and the belts, but we're also talking our very own Border Wars series, which is going down again. Season 12, Watertown, Wisconsin. We are back. And let me tell you, uh, New Mexico is uh very very interested i mean they already said look we got the site fee we got the site we got the bar let's go and mm. uh you know i told them look uh you know it, it's like the iphone deal with at&t they locked us in first so they, oh, got they, you. they have kind of like i feel almost um obligated to to go to them on some last match offer like listen uh, New Mexico wants to offer me this to take the show on the road. How much you offering me to keep me in your town? You know oh, what I'm word. saying? So, so I'm, 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 I'm very excited. September 18th, it goes down yet again. It will be the biggest border wars ever. Um, we said that the last one, and, and we definitely exceeded the expectations. But this one, uh, we're, we're crossing the T's and dotting the I's. Uh, we're going to make sure we do everything uh right into the best of our ability and we have some very very fantastic card i mean excuse me fights on the card um and we have names. a border war show today too just so yeah. everybody remembers wednesday night is border war show yep yep so if you want to drop your topic or question for border wars go ahead and do that in patreon the post is there but let's get back on topic obviously uh manny pacquiao uh, gonna gonna go up in, of, uh, in front of the board of governors for the wba i talked to mendoza the president um, they don't have the same rule as the WBC, which would reinstate a champion in recess. But again, I think because of who Manny is, um, this is what we, we 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 would be seeing. I think, uh, and why not, right? Like, I mean, again, can anybody make a true, true case for Ugas having that belt? You know? Yeah, he got elevated. Cool. But he didn't do anything since then. So it's like, why can't we just go back to what it was, especially if it's a better situation, especially now, like, right, you know, giving Pacquiao his belt now would, would put the WBA in a fight that otherwise they wouldn't be part of. They're going to get that name recognition, not only from a legend in Pacquiao, but from maybe the future in Earl, right? If he beats yeah. Pacquiao, you want to be aligned with the new hot, star so wba needs to make the right decision here and and if you do that you're helping consolidate so the the possibility i know you didn't like when earlier i said he might move up so at least by getting him the belt the possibility of an undisputed is that much easier because now 
Earl doesn't have to go, or winner of Pacquiao, Earl doesn't have to go and fight Ugas and then go fight Crawford. If this belt's on the line now, it's just like, look, I can make the weight one more time, I'll fight Crawford. And if it's Pacquiao that wins, hey, I got all the belts. I wanted 40 million with no belt. Now you know what you got to give me with all these belts. Word. Because <laughs> he was trying to get 40 with no belt. Imagine now with four of them damn things. So Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at Deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Industry leading, difference making, tomorrow shaping, world changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash tech careers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future at Deloitte. I don't know, but it's you got to uh, multiply it per belt. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, forty per belt. That's nah, I, I agree with you. You know, I agree with you one hundred percent. I think it's a question to the WBA: Do you want to manifest your champions, or not manifest? Do you want to like? Do you want your champions to be your champions because you said it, or because they they earned it, because they they went out there and won it? This is going to crown the best welterweight in the division hands down now i'm not saying that crawford isn't the best in the division or doesn't beat pacquiao or spence because to be honest with you i think he could and i think he does but the fact that these two men are fighting each other crowns the best you know it's about the competition about who you're fighting and right now there is no case that can be made that suggests crawford is the you know the number one after august 21st it just won't happen um and and then if you look at ugas you know he he he's been active more than manny right manny last was out uh when was it? it was 2019 july right so we are let me see 13 days away from manny pacquiao being out of the ring officially two years Okay. On the other side, since that time, um, Ugas has fought three times. Okay. Actually, he fought on the same night too. So it was Omar Figueroa Jr. He fought that night in Vegas on July 20th, 2019. And then since then, he fought Mike Dallas Jr. and Abel Ramos. Those are credible wins. Those are solid wins to pad your resume. But those are not the kind of wins that make you a, a world champion. You know, an interim, sure. You know, uh, you know, regular maybe, but at the end of the day, it's just not the kind of wins that you know you declare you the world champion. And this is that fight. There mm -hmm. should be every belt. Like the other day, I think it was, man, I can't remember who it was, but everybody was reposting on Twitter. Four belts are on the line, and they were talking about the Ring Magazine, and it almost felt like they were poking fun at themselves. Like, why isn't this for all? For, you know, for 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 the other belts. You know, why isn't the WBA on the line? And they had brought that up uh, because the Ring Magazine, like you had mentioned, was going to be on the line. The Ring Magazine is supposed to be on the line when the two best are fighting. We know that. And essentially, that's what's going on. Whether you have Crawford on, on you know, above or not, the winner of this 
is the champion. And let's I mean, face Crawford's it, not in this conversation, man. These two, when you compare the three men's resume, there's only two that stick out. So it's like these two are the best in the division. Absolutely. These two have been continually proven that they're the best in the division by fighting the other people in the division. You and, know what I mean? And, and Crawford's like, you know, kind of soured on, on everything. And it's like, I get it. You know, he missed the Manny Pacquiao fight. He shot his shot. It's not like he doesn't want to fight these fights. You know, he's not getting them for whatever reason you want to say. Like, that's a, beside the point. Whether you want to say it's Earl, whether you want to say it's, you know, uh, Crawford, it doesn't matter who you think it is. At the end of the day, these two guys are going to fight. And again, these two guys are the best. They represent two yep. factions, the old guard and the new guard. And they're going to come together and they're going to settle it. And to me, I can't make a valid argument, despite the fact that I think Crawford beats them both. I can't make an argument for him to be in in this mix at all. Well, I, I see some people uh, disagreeing. They're saying there's no way that beating a 42-year-old Pacquiao makes you the best in the division. Meanwhile, you know, we're just keeping the same energy. We were very excited when Terrence Crawford was going to fight Manny Pacquiao. We were very excited when the reports were coming in that they were going to get a fight and it was going to be in Qatar. So uh, we also... On this particular show, this particular host that's speaking specifically said that if Crawford beat um, Pacquiao, that would put him in a A-side or 50-50 position. So yes. I, I, I don't understand how now the tables have turned, the shoe's on the other foot, and he's become a 42-year-old dude that you shouldn't be getting credit for. I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that that's nuts. Like, look, the the fight that I wanted at one point was Keith Thurman and Earl Spence. Like, that was the fight that I thought you know could be made and would be made and would settle. You know who the best was, uh, aside from Crawford, right? And Pacquiao beat that guy. You want to talk about forty two year old? Like, fine, talk about whatever you want. Like, that's fine. But if you understand boxing, if you know boxing, then you know to what level a Manny Pacquiao represents. A 42-year-old Manny Pacquiao is still better than 90%, 95% of the welterweights out there. Like, you know, to suggest that beating an older Pacquiao doesn't make you the best. Like, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He beat Keith Thurman. He took that juice. Now he's got that juice, mm -hmm. and it's up to Earl to take it from him. That's what this is all about. And, and it's not just the juice of who's the best welterweight on the line. It is the cash cow on the line. This is all up to Earl. I'm a huge Manny Pacquiao fan. I've covered a couple of his fights. I've paid money to go to a couple of his fights. Uh, Manny Pacquiao is one of my all-time favorite fighters. And yet, I admit and submit now that Earl winning would be best for boxing. Because in the next 10 years... Only one of them is still going to be fighting at some point. You know, I don't know if he's going to fight for another 10 years. I'm just saying that in the next 10 years, there are going to be more Earl Spence fights than there are many Pacquiao fights. And I just think that, you know, the, the, the boats pass. Like, whether he goes to 154 or not, at least we get this fight. At least we can move on and, and hopefully su submit and solidify an A-side to end all the debates for the other fights that we want to see. <laughs> and I think <laughs> I think that's what this gives us. At the very least, it gives us a true A side, no debate. No discussion. No debate. You know, right no now, dispute. right now we got discussion, we got debate. We're saying er, some guys, some guys are saying Earl should be 
giving Crawford 50-50. Crawford should be accepting 60-40. 70-30 is good. 80-20 is outrageous. This puts everything in perspective. Um, mm. Not only not only that, but it's also a, a direct competition with Keith Thurman. Can Earl do better than Keith and Pacquiao that came in around 600? Um, do they do better than that? And if they do, then it's really nail in I the coffin. It, well, then that would be the nail. That would the be coffin. the nail in the coffin. That would You're be the nail right. in the coffin to this argument because um, it will show that there is a demand for Earl Spence. I think that, listen, I'm pretty sure that Manny did a million with Margarito. I could be wrong. Am I wrong? I, I don't know. I might be wrong. I'll look it up after I make this point. But if he were to, if he did a million with Margarito, and I know it's at least over 500,000, that I'm 100% positive of. It, it, Earl's going to do, I, I, listen, I think they do, I think they could do a million. I do. I, do they hit a million? I don't know. Pay-per-views have been kind of stagnant lately. People have gotten a bad taste in their mouth. You know, the other day, I think it was uh, Supermax that said something like, yo, I miss the days when it was big pay-per-views. Like, you felt them. Trinidad Mosley, Trinidad uh, De La Hoya, Vargas De La Hoya. And obviously, like, that's my, you know, age group, too. So I remember those fights. I remember how big they were. And he was like, you know, uh, fights don't feel like that anymore. Now everything's on pay-per-view. That might not have been Supermax. But anyway, I remember thinking, like, yo, he's right. Like, I remember those pay-per-views. I remember how big. Like, I would... It would be like a month countdown. I would literally have a calendar and mark down every day and be like, yo, it's 17 days. Yo, we 10 days out. Five. Like, I remember that. And this feels like that kind of fight. This feels like one of those fights. And and real quick, I do want to address Sam, uh, who put something in the comments. Uh, you know, he is a, a YouTube member. So he said um, that Earl losing is better because then we might get Bud Spence. You know, I I don't know if that's like trolling or not, and 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 it's a good point whether he's trolling or not. But the thing is, like, if I, like I want Bud Spence to mean just as much as it means now, right? Just as much it would as it would mean. I would rather them fight undefeated at 154 and settle it than to have Spence get the loss, stay at welterweight, and then him and Crawford battle for. Who's the best of this era? Because, like, you got to take it with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to take every era with you. You you can't just, like, sit. Because then you give all those people the ability to sit back and say, well, you know, Crawford's good. He beat Spence. But, um, you know, they're nothing like the welterweights of my generation. Or, oh, well, Spence is great. You know, he beat Earl, but he never beat Manny. And, and that was the best of the era. It's like we can make that mean something and push boxing further down the line, right? Keep the continuity going. That's what's important to me. I think that's what continues to build the sport. For sure, for sure, man. Um, and Manny looks good, by the way. Yeah. You he know, looks good. He, you he, seen he, the He's footage? been training, yeah. I mean, Ellie's setback has definitely been covering Shout out to his, Ellie. his training, and, and, and so has Fight Hype. They went out there. Uh, so shout out by hype. Yeah, you know, look, he's one of those guys that doesn't really get old, man. You know, um, forty-two year old men don't usually look the way that Manny does, move the way that Manny does. 
And this is boxing. I was in the ring with, I mean, in the gym with Danny and Colbert uh, last week, and 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 that's what they were saying. Like, man, we're in a sport that we retire at forty, and then we still got a second entire life ahead of us. Like, think mm. about it. Think about it. Like, regular people retire at sixty-five years old. Sure. At forty, you can have another career. It's crazy. You can live like Danny can now be a real estate agent. <laughs> not that he needs to film but, director, but, but, but not yeah. that he needs to, but he can be anything no, he, whatever he, he wants, wants yeah. to be at this point. And it's, it, you know, I never really looked at that. Like life after boxing is like a completely different, like a, a different life and an, an entirely life. new life. Cause it's like, yeah. Yeah, you've done what you've done in boxing, but, like, there's so much more life for you to give. Like, at 40-year-old, Manny's old at 40, but but he's not old to be the president of the Philippines. He's not old to go and oh, pass the bar to, to be an attorney. He's not old to open up any business. Like, he's young. It's crazy, you know? We look at it, and we call these dudes old because of boxing, but, like, when he really is done with boxing, my man is still <laughs> young as hell. Like, my dad is old, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, no, you're right. And you think about it too, like people that become the president of really anything, they're like groomed to it. Like everything they do puts them in that direction. You know, they go to Ivy League schools and, you know, they have these crazy like law internships or whatever the fuck they do. I don't really even know. But a, a Manny Pacquiao could end up being the president after an entire life as a fighter. You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy to me. Um, but yeah, listen, I think that there's no way these pay-per-view numbers are 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 you know low. I think that they're gonna be some of the best of the year. And um I think that also what it does is it solidifies the welterweight division to a degree. Like I'm seeing some stuff in the chat like, oh man, F the welterweight division, I hate the welter and I felt the same way. You know, the other day I was on Twitter talking that kind of shit, you know, about flyweights and bantamweights and how these guys are fighting each other and it's like the anti-welterweight division you know it's like forget the welterweight division like focus on these but this fight at least continues like i said the continuity of who's the best you know thurman and pack it 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 did something for pack's career you know it, it didn't just revitalize it it made people re-believe in him to the point now that they're putting him in there with spence who you know, it was like the number one, number one B welterweight in the world. And, you know, to be doing that to a 42-year-old man, that shows you how good he is. You know, and, and I always, like, talk about it like Madden, right? I played, like, uh, a lot of sport games growing up. And they always gave players ratings, right? Like Tom Brady's a 94 quarterback. Uh, Jackson's, like, a 92 quarterback. You know, uh, Elliott's, like, a 98 running back. Whatever, right? Whatever the fuck ever. If you look at Manny Pacquiao and you say that at his best, he was like a 98, right? The oldest version of him at this point is still like somewhere in the low 90s, high 80s. Again, like my whole point is that he's better than like 95% of welterweights. Like this is legit for the welterweight crown. And again, I'm a Crawford fan. I wanted him in the fight, but I'm still a bigger fan of boxing. And I know what this fight does. And it crowns the welterweight champion. So as many belts that can be on the line should be on the line. What do you feel about the promotion 
and and this injunction that was filed to possibly stop the fight i think it sucks man i, I think i think manny's always found a way of getting himself in these positions where he's like spreading himself too thin i mean if if people remember like golden boy was getting paid off of his top rank fights for years because of you know him flip-flopping essentially that's what happened he like tried to sign with golden boy when he was already with top rank like he does this to himself and it sucks i i really hope it doesn't prevent anything from happening i think there's enough money on the table that everyone can be satisfied um but Ultimately, I, I would be crushed. And the reason I would be crushed is because I think the original plan was supposed to be Conor McGregor. To be honest with you, I'm positive it was supposed to be Conor McGregor. Um, and when he lost, it, it, it made Manny look for other opportunities. You know, Crawford ended up being an opportunity. It didn't go through. Mikey was the next one, which is where the lawsuit is kind of based on because one side was negotiating with Mikey and the other side was negotiating with like four other people. But that's the problem is he's got too many cooks in the kitchen. Like, go watch those Ellie setback videos. There are a million people there. And they're sure, I'm sure there's some people that were just at the park and got a show. Like, imagine if you're just balling. You have no idea that Manny Pacquiao is coming. That'd be crazy. But there's a shit ton of people with him all the time. You know, he always has all these people. He has this crazy entourage. And... I think that's like the issue. He's just got too many cooks in the kitchen, too many people with a say in his career, too many people with the ability to walk up to another man, shake his hand and say, I'm with team Pacquiao. That is like, it's a recipe for disaster. It's a recipe for things like this to continue to happen. Yo, so I got so much hate. It's funny being able to have my interviews on Fine Hype. I got so much hate for saying that Spence has been kept away from a Southpaw. Um, even Crawford, you know what I mean? Who's the last Southpaw Crawford fought? You understand? Uh, Bob is on record saying Crawford is vulnerable to a Southpaw. <laughs> Anybody ever wonder why the Earl fight never happened? But mm. Earl was also, and again, I get called the hater for, for, for pointing it out, but he was also hurt by a southpaw the last time he was ever really hurt that's um, true so yeah i mean uh, what do you think about the style like obviously pacquiao is awkward but do you believe in the whole i guess theory uh that uh i don't know that southpaws are their kryptonite yeah that that he you know that he pacquiao uh, will be giving Crawford a difficult time because he hasn't faced the Southpaw in what looks like... Uh, was it Emmanuel Lardy? I don't... That's, I, uh, no. No way. I mean, who... Was it? Who was the last Southpaw? Dude, you might be right. I'm looking. I'm gonna check Lardy. And he um, is the Southpaw. Um, I don't know any other Southpaw, honestly. Like, if you go after Emmanuel Lardy, which was in 2013, uh, Geraldo Cuevas, let me just double check. You know, he's orthodox. And uh, next was Peter Ulauch, Ulauch, unless the O is silent. And uh, he was also 
Okay. I think you're he, right. He don't even have a style. I don't. My man. I don't even see it. I don't even see anybody else. Yeah. Um. And then I you think know, you're right. Raymond Charles. I'm gonna just keep checking these names. I don't know. This is Orthodox Raymond Charles. Then you got Ronald Cruz. I believe he was an Orthodox fighter. There we go. I'm there in here. Goes. Hey, he in here. Uh, DeAndre <laughs> Pettis. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Doing good. Uh, can you turn your phone sideways so you're not blurred out by the software? Just go like sideways. Yeah. Okay. That's so good. It is once you take that screen lock off. What you got? An iPhone over there? Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, bring down the little the little menu. There you go. We want to make sure the world can see you nice and clear, man. I'm gonna give you the link to the playback so you can watch this. Uh, we're live right now with DeAndre Pettis. He's going to be on the August... Excuse me. Don't correct me. July, July 16th. Uh, it's uh, the Atlanta Buckhead fight card that we're actually going to be doing a commentator. So we're going to get to see you up close and personal, man. See just how uh, good you are. But, but, but thank you for coming on the program, my friend. Good morning. How are you? No problem. I'm doing fine. Good to hear. Good to hear. So uh, give us the story, man. What got you into the sport of boxing? Man, it's a long story, but I'm going to make it short. I was working at UPS at the time, and I was just telling guys, like, man, I'm on the box. And one of my coworkers was unloading trucks, and I was like, man, I'm on the box. And he, he um, referred me to one of his friends that used to box. And I started, I started training, and I hang a bag up in front of my grandma house in front of the tree. And I was training and training. And then I just kept with it. They, when I was, I, I started boxing when I was like 20 years old. So I, I was a, I was a late, late bloomer. So, um, they told me my dad that passed away when I was, um, like three months old that he used to box in Philadelphia in the Golden Gloves and stuff. So I was like, when I got to high school, I didn't want to play football no more. So I said, I'm going to try this boxing thing. And ever since then, I stuck with it. But you, you played football in high school, you said? Yes, sir. I was all-star. Uh, I played for airport right here in West Columbia. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah, I was a North South all-star. I started four years varsity. So I was already athlete. So I, I, had, I, caught on, I caught on well when I started boxing. Wow. Yeah, that's, um, that's awesome. And uh, what was it like for you, the... I guess, like, because I played football, too. I played baseball in high school and everything. Um, the can training's I, different. What was that like for you? Can I interrupt Man. for a minute? Uh, DeAndre, do you have headphones over there? Anytime, like, the, the wires, the earbuds, nothing? Because we're getting so um, much feedback. No, I have, I have no headphones. Ouch. Everything we say is coming right back into your mic. Uh, but go ahead. I have, a, I have a waterproof um, a waterproof screen. That's probably why. Nah, nah, nah. It's the feedback, but but go ahead, uh, Mario. No, I was just wondering uh, the training. Like, how how different was it for you at twenty years old, being an athlete and stepping into a new sport? Man, see, boxing. You know, football is like spurts. So you get like you do a play, and you rest. You do a play, and you rest. Boxing, you got three minutes, and it's and you the only one in the ring. That's what I love about it. Football, you can lose lose a lose a lose a game because your team messing up. It's only you and your coach in the boxing ring, and and the training is way like like it's, it's more of a chess game. Football, you just going downhill, making a tackle or making a catch or just running. This is actually chess. You gotta use your mind more. 
You know what I'm saying? Then your athleticism. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Well said. So uh, when you got into boxing, come transitioning from football, did you think that your cardio was going to be up? And was it when you stepped in the ring? Or did you realize, like, I'm in shape for football. I ain't in no shape for boxing. Good exactly, question. man. I, I, had to, I had to adjust. I had to, I had to fix my regimen. Because, like, like, well, later, like, at first, in the amateurs, you know, you're only doing, like, three-minute rounds, two-minute two Two minute um round. So at first it was it was hard, but then once I became a pro, I started learning more and learning how like you gotta get to running, you gotta do strength and conditioning, you gotta do sparring, sparring, you gotta do training, mid work and head bag and all the other stuff. So once I got that complete regimen together, everything everything started getting easier. Definitely, definitely, man. So we got some questions from the people. Uh, tell us how, before we get to those questions, how'd you get hooked up with Southpaw Promotions and TriStar Boxing uh, and, and got on this card in Atlanta? And uh, are you expecting to bring some people out, you know? Yeah, I'm definitely going to bring some people out. Um, I got connected to um, Southpaw Promotions through one of my coaches, um, Coach Gill, he um, reached reached out to Southpaw Promotions, and and I got I got my first three fights with South Promotion. Southpaw Promotions went three and zero with Southpaw Promotions, so now I'm about to go five and zero with them. Um, I'm probably gonna have a good crowd. Probably about I would say 30, 50 people come from South Carolina to Atlanta, so it should, be, it should be a good event. Definitely, yo. Real quick before we do get those questions, I gotta ask about the nickname. <laughs> Dixie Animal, is that how you say that? Yes, sir. Okay, where did that come from? Man, I grew up in a little little town called Dixie Animal. Okay. Yeah, so we just well, you just put the animal on the on the inner animal. <laughs> yeah. Dixie Animal, you got Dixie Animal. It's just a little town we grew up, I grew up in and you know that that's where it come from. Yeah, that but, went from looking at that sideways to be like, okay, well that makes perfect sense now. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's uh, good though I yeah like that was an interesting uh, little name but I like it you putting your, your town on the map and letting them know there's Earth. an animal coming up out of there man yes, so, and just so people know he is 4-0 with two knockouts 5-11 out the Col uh, Colum South Carolina area and uh, he's fighting on the 17th uh, it is a two day fight card yeah, 16th and, and 17th in Atlanta, Buckhead Fight Club, and he will be fighting on that Saturday the 17th. Can't wait. So, uh, DeAndre, talk to us a little bit about, um, you know, your opponent, because it's, it's, it's TBA. When do you find out? Like, we're about two weeks out, right? Or 10 days. Right, at this point. man. I, I just try to stay focused, but my, my promoter says, um, no, he sent the contract out, um, just waiting to hear back from the opponent. I, I like to pick um, worthy opponents that that can actually fight. You know, so I feel like he. I think he's. I think he's um, one and one or two or two and one. I think he just won his last fight, so he's coming in off a win. So which is good for me. You know, what I'm saying I want to. I want to like being a late bloomer. Late bloomer. I want to prove myself. You know, what I'm saying. For sure, for sure. I, I, I totally understand that. And um, do you find any, like, added pressure 
because you are from South Carolina and it's kind of a knock. Like if you, you know, if you're from South Carolina, people try to act like you can't fight. Like we just had Dakari Scott on here and uh, and he felt like that. Like, you know, when he was going to the amateurs, they'll be like, oh, I'm about to fight this boy from the South. I'm about to get a win. And he's like, wait, I think the boys in the South can't fight. So is there like a chip on your shoulder? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. It's a little stigmatism. I mean, but I feel like I, I don't really pay attention to it. I just go in there and do my thing and have fun, you know what I'm saying? Just, just go in there and box. And I, I feel like I've been doing it for a while. Like, I don't, I didn't live in, in California for a year. So I, I sparred in, like, pros and did amateurs in, in California for a while. So it isn't really no pressure um, behind, you know what I'm saying, being from the South. I just, I just try to represent, you know what I'm saying? Just do my best to represent. So, who are some of those names you spar with in, in in California, man? Um, one was um, one I spar a lot. Uh, damn, I can't remember his name. He signed with Golden Boy. Damn, what's his name? I can't even think it off the top of my head. But I just Black I Magic. A lot. Is it is uh, it Maison? No wait. Nah, it's what, not. What, it's what not him. It's he's out of like Selma, Selma, California, like right there below Fresno. With he, I think he um out of the camp with Garcia and them. Oh, Robert. 50 yeah, Robert pounder? Garcia. Oh, you talking about Carlos Adamas? He used to be with them. No, not him. No, not not him. Not was him. it was he it in does. your weight class? Yeah, I think he's like either one forty seven, one fifty four. He's a softball. Okay. Well, uh, we got some questions from the people, nonetheless. James Valdez in San Antonio, Texas says, who at 154 can beat Charlo for Undisputed? Charlo? Man. At 154? At 154. Damn, I don't, I don't see nobody beating him at 154 right now. That's right. He definitely is uh, dominant. We have... Uh, Another one here. If Spence ever moved up to 154 to become undisputed champ, who would win, Charlo or Spence, and how? Hey, man, y'all got me on the ice, man. Um, that's a hard one. That, that's that's a that's a draw for me, man. Cause they they both dogs, man. They and I think aren't they the same? Aren't they the same? Aren't they stable mates? They are with the same. They trainer. are. Yep. That's a, Strange question. Mario, turn your camera on. Strange question there. We got another one from uh, What Rep It that says, who are your top three favorite fighters to watch? Um, Marvelous. Really? Uh, Hagler? Sorry. Yeah, Hagler. Marvelous Hagler. Um, Canelo. Um, and let me see. Marvelous Hagler, Canelo. And I guess, I guess Devontae. Davis. Like, yeah. Nice. We were just arguing how much of a star he was yesterday. Someone tried to say he wasn't a star. We got Young Tigre. Your thoughts on Bud Crawford's next opponent possibly being a 140-pounder and not a top welterweight? Um, he definitely a top welterweight. He just, you know what I'm saying, with top rank right now. And once I feel like once he, once he gets from... You know what I'm saying? Like once, once I feel like he needs to fight Errol Spence. Like they need to make that happen ASAP. Mm. Like totally agree. To. 
Totally Definitely. agree. So uh, we got Coach Myers in Connecticut says, if you can make the perfect fighter picking your favorite skill sets from different fighters, whose defense would you pick? Defense? Man. Of course you, you want to pick Floyd Mayweather defense. Mm. Um, Agreed. Footwork. Um, rigging out the jackal for footwork. Or you can see a Lemachenko. Um, another defensive fighter I love right now is um, Jaron Ennis. He has good footwork. Good. He he put the, he he the full package. Definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, I you know we'll leave that for later. But I mean, I'll tell you, I stalk everyone's social media, so I seen Jaron Ennis posted like a, a flexing picture like this, saying my He's next fight up. at one sixty. And then he took it down. He deleted it. So I'm wondering, like, did the cat get out the bag? Oh, he said that. I got the. Screenshot. I saw him. I saw him say moving up and wait for my next one. That yeah. was it. And underneath said 160 with a smile with like a little emoji. I got the picture. You know, oh, I'm on wow. top of okay. it. Oh, I think he might have teased y'all. He had to take that one back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, at the bottom, look, he put. That the Canelo emoji. That's the Canelo emoji. I right? now nah, look. Uh DeAndre. Uh so Coach Meyer says, whose offense would you pick? Offense. Offense. Um offense. Offense. You know you want that Canelo uh, offense, man. There's so many fighters, man. I I be I be studying. Um offense, offense. And I'll probably I'll probably go with Canelo just for, just for the power. I like I like power. Mm. Damn. I mean, well, Tank is the one with this crazy looking power right now. But I hear you. I, I said Canelo myself. So he says, "What fighter's mentality would you choose to make a complete fighter?" Mentality, as in, mm. I'm guessing like approach in the ring, like right. I think that's what he meant. Okay. Nah, I think I mean, it's I more like, about like, mindset. I like to be humble, but Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury got a good mentality. Tyson mm. Fury. All right. So he says, I would pick Floyd's defense, Sugar Ray's offense, and Ali's mentality. Can't go wrong there. Can't. That's a perfect fight if I, if I ever heard of one. <laughs> Let me refresh here. Uh, DeAndre, how can we get tickets to your fight uh, for anybody that wants to go? How do they get it? Where do they get it? Do you got like a code if they want to buy tickets and, and show support for you? Um, talk to us. Um, the promoter Softball Promotions they have a um, link for Eventbrite, and you can go to softballpromotions.com and they should have a link where you can go to um, the link for Eventbrite and just book my ticket. And I'm, if you're in South Carolina or Columbia, South Carolina, I'm selling tickets. Physical, actual physical tickets that you can for general admission, and I think they're like forty dollars. That's right. what's right. uh, what's uh, what's your social media so that people can get to you and uh, you and know hit you up with that. Absolutely, I'm screen um, sharing as you say it here. At Dixie Animal. At Dixie Animal. And that's our IG. Name, at Dixie Animal. Chant, oh, Instagram. Chant, free IG, advice, okay. free advice, man. I was looking for you yesterday, and your name didn't come up when I put DeAndre. Change that to DeAndre Pettis, and then put Dixie Animal underneath. 
because the general public is gonna find you for your real name. Until yeah, you okay. until you become Wilder and you're the Browns bomber, you, you you ain't gonna have two Google searches. I'm just giving you free advice as a publicist, okay. man. But thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate you. Uh, and we're definitely gonna get you back on after your win. We look forward to calling your fight live. Can't so wait to see uh, it. we're locked Thanks. in, man. We're locked in. We hope you are. Yes, sir. All right, Thank you. take it easy. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Going, DeAndre. DeAndre Pettis. Uh, thank you for joining us. We have with us Joe Habib Habib of Ringside in the house. What is up, Joe Habib? Good morning. Thank you for good jumping morning. on. Good morning, Mario. Good morning, good morning, Ness. Nice to see you again, Mario. It's been a while. Good to see you. It has. It's been a while. Yo, I was. Everybody was talking in the chat. They were like, "Yo, Beeb don't age." I like, and I still keep I up said with that yesterday. I see you every once in a while, right? But I'm like, "Yo, he doesn't." Like, it just hit me too. Mm -hmm. Even though I seen your, you know what I mean? Like, I. It's not like I lost touch with you. Like, I know what you look like, right? But it just hit me. I was like, "Bro, he looks exactly the same." In the last eight years that I've known him, <laughs> crazy. Bro, I said that to him yesterday. I like. I don't know if people thought I was joking. Dude didn't age at like, all. He didn't age. It's crazy, man. You got. He actually, you got he actually genetics. looks leaner. To be honest with you. Yeah, nah, he said he was two hundred five. About, about two hundred two hundred five pounds now. Uh, I got a diet. I got a diet to get down into the nineties, bro. Wow. But, oh yeah. I'm fifty. I'm gonna be fifty-two, man. So I don't want to punish the body. I want to. I want to consume the calories. You know. I can't That's believe. Right. I can't believe you're fifty-two, bro. I know. No, no bullshit. I well, hope. I hope six, I'm looking like that months. at fifty-two, bro. I hope I'm looking like that at fifty-two. You're looking mm -hmm. real lean. But listen, man. We're here to get your opinion on this fight. Um, obviously, you've been always known for your breakdowns. I have been. I guess it's called the narrative. I've been selling it in my interviews that, that Earl hasn't been in there with a Southpaw. Uh, and Bob himself talks about how they don't put Crawford in with a Southpaw. So now we got Earl taking on what arguably could be one of the best Southpaws, if not most awkward Southpaws. Are you foreseeing Earl Spence go through some danger like in the Emmanuel Lardy fight where he was hurt? by a common southpaw not this phenom that is pacquiao well it's funny you say the southpaw thing because there's another narrative you could put out there for this fight is, is has he ever been in there with someone as fast as manny pacquiao this could arguably be the fastest guy he's ever been in there with and manny pacquiao is, is kind of a weird type southpaw because most most fighters they go in the direction of their lead hand right so if you're a southpaw you're going to move to your to your um right when Manny Pacquiao throws that left hand, it's, it's, it's the most bizarre thing. He always steps off to his left to throw it. So this is going to be a different type of southpaw that doesn't have the normal movement and attack patterns that, that generally a southpaw would have. And Manny Pacquiao tends to walk into right hands, right? But So he's going to be facing a southpaw in Arrow Spence. He's not going to be walking into right hands because there's not going to be an, uh, a straight right coming at him. Great point. So... Bro, I and think, Keith hit him with the most right hands ever. Even Keith, though he Keith lost. Him with the, but the, but the thing with Keith is his money punch was always the left hook. He wasn't yes. a, he was never a big right hand puncher. If you notice, the, the, the guys that gave Pacquiao the most problems were the guys who were big right hand punchers. Guys who were left hand dominant like Hatton, uh, De La Hoya, uh, you know, guys like that. Even Cotto for four rounds. Cotto, Cotto, another guy. They, they didn't have great success because 
they weren't big right-hand punchers. So I, I think this fight actually goes the distance. It's hard to not favor Spence in this fight, but I think this fight is uh, going to be a lot more competitive than people think. My bet is just to bet the fight to go the distance. Because I don't really don't want to pick against either guy because I like both guys. So just bet the fight to go the distance. But you got to favor Spence here because of the size and the infighting. Manny Pacquiao is more of a mid-range guy. He's not great on the outside. He's not great on the inside. And he's an ambush guy going in and out. So, you know, Spence is dangerous everywhere, mid-range, distance, and up close. But I think Spence's greatest uh, attribute is his, in, his infighting. I think he's a phenomenal infighter. But I don't think Pacquiao is going to spend much time deep in the pocket. So th this is a very tough fight, right? I, don't, I know the, the age and the time away from the ring. But think about this. Spence hasn't knocked anyone out is, you know, since 2018. He hasn't knocked anyone out for three years. He hasn't knocked uh, his last three opponents out. Um, you know, so I, I think Manny Pacquiao is just as good. You can argue maybe better than, than Danny Garcia, right? And then, uh, you, know, you know, so... I, I think this definitely this be a lets his hands go more than Danny, right? Say again. Sure. Definitely lets his hands go more than Danny. Yeah. So I, I think the the volume of Pacquiao, the speed of Pacquiao, and the fact that Spence really hasn't fought a southpaw in a while, that all these things could could bring a lot of challenges to the table for Spence. So I, I just don't see this being an easy fight. Uh, a lot of people think it's going to be a blowout. Uh, Style-wise, this is not a horrible matchup for Manny Pacquiao. It's really not because, like Spence, he's he's got decent hand speed, but he's not doesn't use a lot of movement. He doesn't. He, you can't really say he's he's exceptionally fast on his feet because, you know, he just kind of overpowers guys by walking them down. Yes. It's not it's yeah. not like he's it's not like he's overwhelming guys with speed. He's more or less just imposing well, his will. I think he is overwhelming these guys in the last few fights with the jab, the activity of his jab. But but also, if you go back and watch that Algeria fight, and I think that's what I'm afraid of Pacquiao. Like, Spence is very clever at locking one of your arms up and fucking hitting you. Like, he'll he'll grab you with that right hand and then be uppercutting you with that left yeah. or vice versa. Like, he's uh, reminds me of Andre Ward. You know, like, well, they're always working, even in the clinch. Yeah. And I don't think Manny's ready for that. Manny's more of a, like... A gentleman fighter right so he's like oh we're in the clinch i'm gonna just clinch let the ref break us nah this is a dog fight and earl is a dog he better be aware that that's what's gonna be a, a rough tough ugly fight yeah but see that's the thing i agree with you at the same time like people get lost in the mayweather pacquiao thing canelo thing like where they have somebody in front of them that they respect and when there's no animosity and no like earl is a dog 100 but he needs to be an ugly dog he needs to be a disrespectful dog he cannot allow manny to to find his range and comfortably stay in it through 12 because i agree with b but i think this goes the distance um so you know i think you're right but at the same time i gotta see on fight night what how you know what his vibes are like let me but get Mario, to the super chat real quick beep jaime nieto says uh mario i think whoever made that point is correct if earl wins we may never get Bud Spence because Bud's pride won't let himself get bullied. Mm. Go ahead, B. So that's a great point you made because I was going to also mention this to both of you guys. Will Spence be an R of Pacquiao? Will there yes. be... Will there be uh, some nervous energy, be you know, in the beginning of this fight because he's never been in there with a guy like Pacquiao? This is a legend, right? So 
we, we saw how Spence fought Mikey Garcia. He kind of laid back a little bit. Um, will he will he take that approach? Even against Danny Garcia, he kind of fought a methodical type type fight. Um, he tried, you know, he fought from the outside mostly. He doesn't seem to be taking it to the inside as as much as he did earlier in his career. So I don't know if he's going to bring the dog. I know he has the dog in him, but will he well, unleash the dog in this fight? But that's B, the big thing. He did say he was only 70 to 80 percent, and that's something that we at least got to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I do. Choose to believe because of the severity of the accident. So, you know. Uh, maybe he didn't. Maybe that's why he stood away. He didn't want to engage a, as much because he wasn't a hundred percent. But that's what I've also been selling in my interviews. Uh, and I'll ask the two of you since I haven't yet. Right? Um, does a hundred percent Earl Spence knock out Manny Pacquiao? He says he was seventy to eighty versus Danny. Go ahead, B. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. And and here's the thing. Um, I hate to answer a question with a question. But will he ever be 100% after that accident? Like how far? Because every time someone suffers trauma, right? Injuries. I've suffered injuries. And the doctor tells you, you're never going to be 100%. I may get you to 97, 95%. Will the fact that men mentally, right? Will he have that mentality that I, I almost died, right? So when you go through that, it's like it's like a, a cathartic experience, right? Will his mentality change? Did this, just like when someone is in the ring, this this may not be an applicable comparison, but trauma trauma affects people. Uh, you know, it, it has a residual effect on people, right? So it's just like when a fighter kills somebody in the ring, they're never the same, right? So he maybe this accident made him feel like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm human, you know, I'm vulnerable here. I could, you know, I could get hurt, whatever. So maybe he has a different outlook and maybe that's going to translate moving forward into the ring. Because we may see a guy who's saying, you know, I, I I just escaped death. So when someone values life that much more, they do, they go above and beyond to try to protect themselves. Like the body's always protecting itself. So now he, he put himself in a situation where he, where he was almost, you know, he, he had it to escape death, right? So will he ever... Will he ever reach that that level of uh, dogged determinedness, like that that aggressiveness that he once had? Because as you get older, you start mellowing out a little bit, and you know he had that accident or whatever. The question remains: Will he ever get back to that level? Uh, you know, with being that dog in there. That's the I, question I, that I, remains. I've never heard, I, listen. I've thought about that question, and by the way, there are quite a few people out there that still suggest that he's not the same. Yeah. Um, you know, whether that's speculation or not, I don't know, but. I've never heard anybody put it that way, and you're absolutely right. I think that the same thing that will happen to a fighter who's undefeated and accumulates a bunch of wins, then loses and starts to feel human, and that metamorphosis that they go through, whether for good or for bad, you know, whether it helps them and they learn from their mistakes, or whether they realize that they are human and they are vulnerable. That's exactly what I think that you is how I'm interpreting what you're saying about the accident. And that is a valid, valid point. If you want to just ask the simple question, does Earl have the power to knock a Manny Pacquiao? Absolutely. 100%. Does he knock him out on fight night? I don't think so. I don't think so because you look at the Marquez knockout, right? Where he got flattened. It wasn't that he got knocked out because Marquez is this huge puncher. I mean, don't get me wrong. Marquez was a great puncher. But he got knocked out because it was the punch he didn't see coming. It was 
the setup from hell that he'd probably been setting up for like two other fights. Let's be real. That was the perfect punch at the perfect time, and it got Manny out. And it took him four fights to find it. Earl, to knock Manny out, he has to find the perfect punch. And that perfect punch is the one that he doesn't see coming. I don't think he can find that on fight night. Yeah. Mm. Interesting, 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 man. Um, I think that his size alone, he could get like an accumulation stoppage where like a guy like Freddie uh, loves Pacquiao so much, he just doesn't want to keep seeing Earl batter him, you know? Uh, a lot of scenarios, you know, does Manny get old? Yeah, we got to give him the benefit of the doubt that he looked fantastic in the, in the key fight, but... Does he turn around and get old now? Is this his day to be 42 years old in the ring? Um, or does it continue to defy it? I think that's the the intrigue in this fight. Like, what does Pacquiao have left? And how does Earl compare to previous Pacquiao opponents? Not just Thurman, but everyone. You know, he can separate himself here uh, and do better than a Floyd, Right. It's, it's really on him. We got a super chat, and uh, it's looking like KDDR, who says, Earl Spence Jr. has not been man down since Ocampo. Couldn't stop Mikey and a Danny that was not throwing anything back. He is 70-80% because of the... And he's got a glass of alcohol emoji. I'm about to say, I was about to say that too, but I didn't want to. Yeah, but he said he doesn't drink anymore on the on the on the Up and Smoke podcast. He said after the yeah. accident, you know, he's he's he, obviously it's like you guys brought up near death experience. You know, if we're gonna believe that the near death experience has him being more careful, why wouldn't he be more careful with the alcohol? Agreed. If the alcohol caused him to flip and and be thrown from the car, why why would we assume that he's not gonna gonna well, give it up just for his daughters and his girlfriend? Well, there was some video footage of him even after the accident, uh, looking tipsy. You know, so I, I hope mm. I hope he's not drinking anymore. But uh, you know, we see I've seen some videos after the accident where he kind of looked a little tipsy, a little glass eyed. But um, real quick. Another fun fact, Manny Pacquiao has only been knocked out once in the last 22 years. Mm-hmm. One time in the last 22 years. Crazy. So, that's, so the percentages against, you know, and he's been in there with some some guys that have, have power, guys that could have knocked him out, right? He's mm-hmm. been in there with high-level fighters. And, and gave up size for years. Yeah. I mean, he was in there with Margarito. You know, he was in there with, with Claudie, guys that, that could punch, right? Mayweather got a good right hand. I even I even picked Mayweather to stop him, and, and he didn't stop him. So one time at Walter Wade, too. So the percentages are telling us, if you're going to bet this fight, bet, bet it to go the distance. Because you're going to get good odds on that. Because everybody thinks Spence is going to destroy. My friend's telling me Spence is going to walk through him. He's going to destroy him. Listen, he's going to eat him up. I just right don't see now, it. Right now, there's no prop bets on mybookie.ag. Uh, they'll, but, they'll be there. They'll be there soon. But you could definitely lock in a Manny Pacquiao at a plus 150 right now. Don't mm. forget, if you're going to do that bet, uh, make sure you use my code BETTBV on mybookie.ag because plus 150 means I drop 100, I get 100 
plus my 150 winnings, that's $250. Oh, so no. that's a pretty oh. nice bet. Oh no, the hater, the hater words getting tossed around in the chat because somebody's hearing stuff they don't like to hear. <laughs> oh my god, they want unconditional praise and Beeb doesn't do that. Uh-oh. We Beeb got doesn't do that. Yeah, the super uh, Go ahead. Supermax, go ahead, read it. I'm sorry, oh, Supermax? Oh, I didn't Oh, I got it. I got it then. Uh go ahead. Supermax I got says, uh, Revenge is sweet. I've waited since 08 for this and now my new favorite fighter will get We'll get some get back from my old favorite fighter. Freddie will stop it. So mm. I'm assuming he's talking about Oscar getting beat up by Pacquiao. Now Pacquiao's going to get beat up by Earl. That's probably yeah. definitely what he's talking about. That was like the uh, the changing of the guard, right? Mm. Like in wrestling, you call it passing the torch. Yeah. And that's exactly what De La Hoya did for Pacquiao. And this is Pacquiao returning the favor to a degree. I mean, I don't. Think, he's not going out there to lose. I'm not saying that. But he's giving... A guy who, as Beeb said, is very difficult to pick against in this case with all the, you know, with the entire scenario at hand. And yet he's still going out there and fighting the fight. That's why I think regardless, like, we got to give both these guys so much credit. I mean, you know, you could say, oh, what does credit does Earl, you know, get, you know, fighting that big money fight? Obviously, he'd want to. The credit he gets is if he wins. When he wins, yeah. he should deserve the Everything that he is, you know, look, does he become Mayweather after this with the win over Pacquiao? No, he doesn't. But it is his big Shit, leap. If he, if he one punches that. Pacquiao, he, he could become he could become something maybe greater than Mayweather. Bro, if he starches him, like, yo, one big well, ass back left hand, like boom. But listen, we first, got a super chat mega real fight. quick. I'm sorry. First, real quick, super chat. Just want to get it out the way. Uh, KDDR says he was drinking with Yellow Beezer just a few weeks ago, just a week ago, or just weeks ago. But this is the thing: like, how do you know what was in the cup, dude? And on top of that, okay, okay, what if he's now drinking responsibly? Oh, Ness! Once, once you an alcoholic, you Whoa! you got to abstain, bro. You That's gotta too abstain. strong. You can't that abstain. You, you got to abstain, bro. bro. You can't dabble. That you can't word, dabble. that word is too strong, man. I, that's not. That's not. I don't think that's what he was. I think he had. He he was intoxicated that night, and he you know obviously what happened happened. But I don't think he's. Uh, it's tough, bro. Listen, I, yo, I listen. A, when I was in college, word, I, I know for a fact I had a drinking problem. I'm positive of it, and to oh this my day, God. You I too don't. Now? Not, so you believe that no, too? No, no. Listen, all I'm saying is this. When it took me years me. to realize I had a drinking problem in college, right? And I and, and and you know what it was? It was looking back and realizing what the fuck I went to Whataburger without shoes. Like what the hell's going on? Like you know what I'm saying? Like it was all these dumb things I did. And then looking back with Earl, I'm not saying he is or isn't anything. All I'm saying is I've seen plenty of videos where he's tipsy. Yeah, but I, I mean, I've seen a video pre- where he doesn't, you know, he thought you he got- debuted in 2017. Like at the end of the day, Whatever he is or isn't, it it's based off the act. Like, he's moving forward from it. So I agree with you 100%. He can drink responsibly and still be the best version of himself possible. But at the end of the day, how much more does that lifestyle take away from – because if he's still fighting to get to 100%, uh, I, I don't know. I just think that's a strong word. Uh, but we got Roland Curtis who says, but will Spence mentally be phased by the accident if he has absolutely no recollection of the accident? He said that he remembers absolutely nothing about the crash. Yeah, but I'm sure he, he watched knows, the video. 
All he knows and, is what he was told. I'm mm. sure he I'm sure he watched the video and saw that car and the condition of that car. And I'm sure he remembers being in the hospital. And I'm and sure I'm he remembers sure. the rehab that he had to go through. I'm sure yeah. he remembers the way he looked in the mirror, the pictures. Like he remembers yeah. all that for sure. Like that's scary enough, and, I think, for anybody. We got a Go ahead. Go, go, go ahead, Ness. Okay, we got a counterpunch from uh, JT cutting the line. What up, champ? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Alcoholic is a strong word to use, especially for a fighter like Errol Spence, because you got to think about it. If he was really an alcoholic, what would stop him from drinking while he's in camp? Never miss weight. He looked like he always in shape. Now, conditioning-wise, he's been um, falling back from Blu-ray for a few camps. He admitted to that and stuff like that. But if he was an alcoholic, I think he'll have problems. Uh, he won't be disciplined like he is during, during this camp. What's stopping him? What's stopping him from drinking and stuff like that and then, then making weight? Can I, I can I ask the caller a question? Do, do you think that was the first time he got behind the wheel under the influence? Uh me, nah, me personally, this is what I think. Like, I agree with Ness. I just think he was out. Out one night, had a few drinks uh, at a club see. and stuff like that. I don't think Errol Spence is not no alcoholic, man. That's crazy, though. That's a strong word to use. It is. Well, I don't use it as an insult. I'm using it as the reality of the situation. I'm not trying to throw a derogatory term. Sometimes people look at words and they put negative connotations on them. Alcoholic is, is is basically a diagnosis, right? If yeah. you see him multiple times looking tipsy in public, tripping over himself, at, you know, glossy-eyed, glossy-eyed, right? I mean, we being real. But we tripping, real. tripping over himself, you said, B? Come yeah, he, he looking tipsy, bro. Like, he's kind of like, kind of, you know, whatever, slurring his words and stuff. And also, too, if, you know, being yeah. alcoholic impairs your, your decision-making, too, right? Like... Did it make sense for him to get behind the wheel of a car when he when he knew he, like he was inebriated like that? Oh, so man. yeah, but we are like that's the past, and he obviously said in that interview that like his life has changed since then, and he's doing things a little di but, different because of his daughters. I think we got to give him yo, the benefit of the I'm doubt. I'm rooting for him. I'm not. I'm rooting for him, right? But the thing is, this first thing you're told, right, when you when you have a drinking problem, right, when you go into the AA, whatever. You see, you say I'm an alcoholic, and most people that have drinking problems will say, um, you know, I'll be an alcoholic for the rest of my life. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to continue to abuse alcohol, but you know that by drinking the alcohol, you it, you could get triggered and your urges will, you know, your urges because everyone's different. We love that dopamine release, right? Yeah, some people I, like to smoke, some people like I to drink, do, some I people do. like to go out and get some some hoochie, whatever, right? And sometimes people can't control that right so he's admitted he had a drinking problem he's admitted it he said he i said, had a drinking problem he said problem yes oh, said know. he had a problem with alcohol and you have to you have to you have to look at it this way would someone who doesn't have a drinking problem get behind the wheel of a car when they're under the influence yeah but again everybody like all i'm saying is we made a mistake he's moving he made a on. mistake he's moving on we all have right. to judge him on his future actions. Is all well, I'm rooting for him. And he's 31 I'm now. For him. I'm and he's 31. Him. You know what I mean? He's older. Like, I'm not saying that 
you know, age always makes people more, you know, exactly. But it certainly does when you have that experience, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like, like, I I don't want to say that Earl's life is any more important than any other alcoholic in the world, or, or I'm not calling him an alcoholic. I'm just saying that, you know, I'm not saying that his life is any more important than anyone else's, but when you are an Earl Spence and you have that kind of future and that kind of money on the line, that's definitely um, motivation. At the same time, you know, motivation is different for everybody. It, it doesn't always work like that. Yeah. And 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 let me make one more point. This is why cannabis should not just be legalized. But the bull. I mean, like y'all seen. I mean, I don't know if Ness seen it because you know I know Ness only watches boxing. But you know, I think Shikari is how you say it. Richardson. Oh, I've been seeing yeah. that on that? social media. Yeah, that she's can't That's go to the, the Olympics. Because biggest, she tested positive for yes, marijuana. for cannabis. Suspended a month. She's no longer on the team. Yeah, she's but not Mario, mentioned. She's but not Mario, but Mario, why is everyone acting like just because it's track and field, marijuana isn't known, isn't a known masking agent? Like, if it were boxing, hold on a minute. If it were boxing and Big Baby tested for marijuana, what would you be saying? That's be honest. Point, what would you be saying? What else is he taking? If it's Big Baby with his record, yeah, you're right. I probably, I, I definitely. But, but here's the thing: as, as a, as a, uh, in boxing, when you're taking marijuana, cannabis. Let me just okay. say this. Let me just say this. In boxing, when you, when you get popped for marijuana, it's highly likely that you're, you're masking a fucking no, diuretic. Don't say that. As a cannabis user, you're really gonna say that. You're Yo. gonna throw that. So you telling me? So you hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. I'm throwing, I'm throwing, I'm throwing that kind of shade on on certain boxers. You're telling me that Julio Cesar Chavez is a pothead and not using a diuretic and using marijuana to mask it. And was a known alcoholic for years. He's done way worse than cannabis. What I'm saying is that cannabis for athletes struggle with weight. Notoriously, you're talking about people that you're talking about CBD. You're talking about derivatives that can help. Athletes specifically with their back I'm not, problems, with I'm not sleeping, talking with, about CBD, brother. I'm talking I'm not, about I'm THC, talking about which is what okay, shows up in a, in, in, in a drug test. The well, CBD. That's fair. I'm gonna that's fair. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one thing. To Mario's point, I I think we can agree the majority of people who smoke pot aren't aren't using it. Aren't, even athletes, they're not using it for for mass. No way. I don't think so. That's just my opinion. That, All right, that's the best moving way to on. Say it. We got a counterpunch back from JT in Dallas. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. All right. This this my thing about we got uh, all our opinions. Me personally, I don't think Errol Spence is a uh, alcoholic. I think he be out. You know, he got a got a little fame, got the money. He out drinking now. I noticed he a calm dude when he's like he's low key. Like if he needs alcohol to drink while he's out in the club, maybe that'll liven him up. Because if he don't, he just a, he's just a low low metal dude. I've been around the dude a few times, but I don't follow him. All through his life, so for you to sit there and say, unless you're around him 24/7, he always drinking. It's funny. I, I saw videos of him drinking, but I'm not around him 24/7. So I can only sit there and say, agree to that. If I was around him 24/7, like that, this nigga always drink, shit like that. So he's yeah. like a hot, he's a high class boxer. So when we see him, we see him in the media. It's not like we see him every day. So that's yeah. just a strong opinion right there. And the second thing is. I don't blame Errol Spence because I've been in a situation before. I'm not an alcoholic, but I've been out and I've been drinking and I know I wasn't cut supposed it, to. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. 
We got intrigued the incredible with a five dollar super chat. He says Spence running to 150 pounds to Doug Boots, Thurman, and Crawford. Ain't nothing bigger at 154 than them. Went from man down to man clown emoji. Wow. Man, Spence's gonna hate me. This show went totally the wrong way. Oh, Okay, so next one coming in from Austin V says, this guy throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. <laughs> That's for me. That was for me for sure. Uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody not happy. They're not hearing what they want to hear. EJ, K- EJ says, I mean, oh, I KD, KDDR says, EJ is an alcoholic and that's the truth, not hate. And he put truth in caps as yeah, a pun. the truth. As a pun at Spencer's name. I don't understand why we... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let me ask a question real quick. Ness, you've been around. You've seen him, right? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Oh, it's been a long time? Okay. Can we... I'm going to ask a question. Other than like like at the Barclays and stuff like... I haven't been in his camp in a long time. Can we agree that we've seen him in multiple videos at fights... Looking tipsy. Not not posts. I don't. I, I need a link for posts. Post right. accident. I ain't seen that yet. I think post accident. The only I see thing, one. I seen one because they posted it. They made a point to post. It. I seen one. I think I, only I don't seen, think I've seen one post either. Only thing I seen, and I don't know if that's post or pre, because I'm not like on Earl Spence every day. But remember him at Yellow Beezer got a video dancing. That's all that was I see. Pre. That was pre. All right, so then I don't well, really know. Well, I, actually, we have a super chat. That and that maybe... doesn't even and that doesn't even indicate that he was drinking in that Yellow Beezer video. I don't remember if I no, seen the right. cup in his hand, but I got Supermax with a super chat. Supermax. $4.99, he says, an alcoholic wouldn't be able to train properly. They That's suffer. not true. They That's suffer withdrawals and shakes. Let's not just throw that word around that loosely. Okay. This, this, what, know, this, there's a, there are Mario, Mario, is there a word that's called a functional alcoholic? Sure, absolutely, 100%. Okay. But you didn't, I, you didn't, you, I know you didn't even indicate that. You said, and that's why I was like, whoa, because I feel like that word, which I, won't, I don't even want to say too much because they're going to blame me. Earl already hates me, so they're going to blame me. But I feel like that word is an indication of a person that continues down that same path. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily, because if you have a problem, like, but, but that's you, what the, you that's think what the about super this now. Check this out. Uh, Check this out. Right? You, you, said you're, that. You're, you're a diabetic, right? Uh huh. Because your blood sugar. If you're a diabetic, your blood sugars are going crazy, right? You take the insulin, right? It brings your blood sugars to normal, so then you're normal, right? So does that mean you're not diabetic anymore because your blood sugars are normal? No. So no, you no. got to make a concerted effort. See, you want like people like me, Mar- I don't know Mario, but because he said he had a drink problem before, but say I don't know. I don't think you, you you've ever had a drinking problem. So people like you and me, we we look at alcohol differently than possibly maybe Mario. And I don't want to speak for him, but my, since Mario has a history, he he probably says to himself when he's looking at alcohol, he has to make a concerted effort to to kind of be Exa- careful. That's with. exactly what it is because I so know that, if I so have that, that, a certain so, amount, it's gonna go. I'm gonna keep yeah. Going. He knows he can go off the deep end. You and I. I don't drink at all, but like, you know, you know, you can drink socially because you never, you, you don't wait, you don't feel the need to have a drink every single day. Right. Definitely so, you know, not. so Mario, when Mario, like he, he had a previous drink, he had a drinking problem before. Right. So when he looks at alcohol, he has to make a concerted effort to say to himself, damn, I got to be careful with this. You and I don't got to do that. See what I'm saying? So because you use the word alcoholic, it doesn't mean that you can't be under control of the problem. 
It doesn't mean that you're not in control of the problemness. It means that the potential is still there. Sure. Is what I'm saying. Uh, I just don't know. I just General don't know if one accident makes you that word. But, but no yes. accident that, can yes. make you that word. Like it's the, here. You might tell you the problem first and foremost with this whole conversation is that we're talking about it like it's like it's this like thing to be ashamed of. Like it's, it's not, not, it's not a shameful thing, bro. It's, it's not, not to be. It's not an insult. It's an issue like any other issue that certain people, people do. With. And here's the other way. thing: I didn't drink every day. Let me tell you, I, if I had a drink, I was getting fucked up. That was the bottom line. Like I never in my. This is how I think about drinking, right? If I'm gonna go to the store and buy beer, why the fuck am I getting a six pack? That's not gonna do anything. I'm gonna get a 12 pack for myself. Oh, you're coming over to drink too? Let me get 24 pack. Like that's the way I saw alcohol was like, I don't know. I never understood social drinking. I never understood having a limit. Like, so I just stopped. I, I couldn't understand it. So I just don't do it anymore. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just one of those things where, um, you know, it's, it's, it's stigmatized to, to a really bad degree. General Long with the $5 super chat says, bro, y'all really do know. Oh, y'all really. I think he meant to say y'all really don't know anything. Yella got into a fight that night. EJ was getting chased by Mo3. Check the car riding by after. Do your research. Um, Yeah. I, oh, so that's that's, that, that's, that's, a, that's a straight deflection. That, yeah, that's I don't a know straight nothing. deflection, I bro. I mean, check, check, check his... Watch. Check his his blood his blood alcohol level, man. I mean, he I charge with a D, DUI, bro. I mean, this it is what it is. All right. Next one coming from KD. One more. We got KD with a four ninety nine super chat. Says Earl Junior was drunk at the Virgil Ortiz fight, and that was post wreck and within the last twelve months. I don't know what big deal this public record. Oh, I don't know what the big deal is. This is public record. Yeah. No, I I I, I remember someone posting a video post accident of him tipsy tipsy after a fight and that, I, that, i'm just that, saying that, i'm I, still I, with jt though man if you can refrain from alcohol for 10 weeks train like that is not the ways of a person that gets called nest. that word a, 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 a person that that gets called that word needs that every nest. day like like just, just remember this ness because you beat a disease because you have the ability to control a disease like people can take hiv I'm, I'm going crazy off the deep end here with these fucking analogies but this this is <laughs> applicable right you they have medicine that an hiv person can be brought down to undetectable right and could have sex and not pass the, the disease on to someone else because the drugs are suppressing the the uh, disease so strongly right but that doesn't mean he, he, he's so he's controlling he or she is controlling that disease but it doesn't mean they don't have the disease anymore so you can control the disease you can keep a disease in check but it doesn't mean it goes away but why can't you, have you to beat make, it why can't you beat it that makes no sense you can beat it i said i said you can yeah, but you're beat saying it. control it as if it's always there no because it is it. always there I because if you, because if you don't control it it can spiral out of control but okay isn't nicotine an addiction Correct. And alcohol is an addiction, right? Correct. Okay, so when someone quits smoking cigarettes, are you saying that they're still addicted to nicotine? They could be if they could be if if they smoke if they smoke one cigarette, then they then then they'll be, then they'll be addicted again. 
So they have they have the ability to easily be addicted to something. Like me, I took a first puff of a cigarette, right? Mm. I hated it. I hated it. But if I liked it, because I have an addictive personality, I would get addicted to it. But, that, so, but that's what I'm saying. Remember, I used to smoke when we were co-hosts. And I, I, just, I, I just decided, like, hold up. I'm spending $250 on cigarettes a month. Man, that shit is over. And I quit. Bro, you know yeah. how rare that I is? Now, do you know but, how, but you know do what you know do? that you're part of this, like, 1% that can do that? Yeah, like, but you know what he does, Mario? A nature for being able to do that. People can't do what you did. But you know what he does now? But I always well, smoke I don't want to say it. Baby. He has, the, the, I always did, smoke did you, marijuana, did, though. I always yeah, but you all, yeah, that was. Did it, you like do? Did, but did you do? So you you stopped smoking, but did you do other things to kind of like compensate for the smoking? I mean, I guess that you're gonna call the marijuana smoking that, in, uh, I guess you know is what you can call it, I guess. But I um, don't believe that. Like nicotine is completely yeah. different. I feel like completely it, different. Even but the, can I say even this? The feeling, both, even the both, feeling, both substances, right, release dopamine in your brain. Which is, sure. feel, which is too? yes. Oh wow! It's a feel. It's a feel I mean, good home. Get the like most feel, like yeah. chemical so, basic reaction. So Ness, you know, it, you know why it's easy for you to kick that is because you're getting your dopamine fix from other things. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, and I'm just being like, he, so, so he's that's like, so that's Earl. What he's doing, fighting, fighting for his daughters. That's endorphins. That's keeping him. That's endorphins. That's, that's another feel good hormone. In check, but we got a super chat from. Uh, Chevo Guapo, Chevo, Chevo Guapo, I think. Uh, and that's as best as I can do, even if it's in Spanish. Chevo, I can't see how else to pronounce Chevo, but a Guapo is Guapo, right? So he says, I'm an alcoholic, been in recovery for six years, a professional, nine to five working in pharmaceuticals. It ain't always a homeless dude begging for money. So he's basically agreeing with B saying that professionals could be hiding in plain sight as functional alcoholics or not, or former alcoholics. KDDR, he said that, right? Did you say that one already, Mario? Earl Spence? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, Go ahead, you? I think you got a... Did you you read this one? You said an an alcoholic drink all day for no reason. Nah, I didn't get... I'm going down the line. We got Eric Cruz in Irvin says... It's nice to see the Beebster back on TBV. <laughs> the Beebster, that's funny. Uh, yeah. Austin in Texas says, if you're rooting for Earl, then never route for me. Oh, never root for me ever. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's, I guess uh, he's saying that I think your, he's your saying way that of rooting he, is sarcastic, so he don't yeah, want yeah. that. <laughs> That's not, that's not He's saying if that's the way you root for Earl, don't root for me ever. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, we got Big Supermax says a functioning alcoholic can maintain your typical nine to five job, not the lifestyle of a world class athlete. Social okay. drinking is not point. an alcoholic. Well, Sugar Sugar Ray Leonard was an alcoholic. He told me he was. Well, he was, Hoya was a cocaine. He was. Addict. He was also an alcoholic. And I mean, did you, do you know how many boxes had had substance abuse issues? No, that's true. Marvin I mean, Hagler had a cocaine problem. Sugar Ray Leonard had a didn't cocaine Tyson problem. Did Tyson say he was doing coke too, or am I making that up? Tyson Tyson had an alcohol and cocaine problem. These are all world class. These are Hall of Fame fighters, bro. 
All of them had substance abuse issues, bro. All of them. Hey, B, put, put Tyson in the box you just put me in. He ain't doing cocaine and alcohol because he's smoking weed now that the Tyson rants. Go ahead. Put him in the same box, man. <laughs> right. And, like, and be honest, like, there's a lot of people, like, you could go through, like, people said that, that Pacquiao had a gambling problem for, like, a long time. Uh, that was, like, also, a narrative. You know, what I mean? also, you know who else had a gambling problem? Vinny Pazienza. He had an alcohol oh, problem. Yeah. Alcohol problem, dude. There's tons of boxes that have it's alcohol problems. It's the problems. money, though. Oh my god! It's oh money. my god! It's the money. The money opens you up to different lifestyle and parties right. and things like that. Texas Scratch King. Texas Scratch King. I got it. Go for An it. An alcoholic drink all day, every day, for no reason. I don't think Spence is drinking all day. That's just like you calling a person that smoke weed a listen, drug head. Listen, I am not hoping. And rooting for Errol Spence to be an alcoholic, right? But he said he had an alcohol problem. So I def when you look up alcohol, al alcoholic in the dictionary, what is what is the definition? A person who has a problem with alcohol. I'm just just hearing him say that. You know, yeah, I had a problem with alcohol. All right, Jaime. Jaime. Nieto, I'm Nieto says, good to see B back on the show. Been a long time. Spicing up the show today and anyone calling him a hater, he's forgot more boxing than most know. Mm. Damn. Another one from Irvin Green. Saying he's an alcoholic because we've seen a few videos of him tipsy is wild. Never mm. seen this narrative anywhere but here. EJ is just on camera damn Irvin don't say but here see I'm already a known Earl hater to these guys <laughs> they think I'm an Earl hater and this dude is like one of my favorite fighters it's such a fucking shame this 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 business is so sensitive man definitely losing Texas all my favorite fighters to fucking opinions no shit Texas Bulldog Boxing says Tyson Fury drink out the bottle and gets praised 100 Mm -hmm. um, he's, he's got substance abuse problems too. That's yeah, my he's favorite. That, that's my favorite fighter. That's my favorite fighter in boxing today. You dig? I'm gonna say he don't have substance abuse problems. No one gets unconditional praise. I told y'all that. Uh, Another one from Austin. Austin. He said, "This guy, the TK Kirkland of boxing, shaking my head, <laughs> crying out loud emoji." <laughs> Yo. Um, let me see. Let me see. Oh, that's it. All right. So we're going to go out to some callers. We got a boomerang in the building. Coach Myers. Oh, actually, let me go ahead and play the, because uh, I need you guys to go ahead and drop us a five-star review on iTunes and keep us number one boxing podcast out there, man. We're very proud of that. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. And we finally got to 127,000. Uh, I told you next goal is 127.5. So I need, what do I need? Uh-oh, I just need nine people to get me to 127.1, right? We, we, we'll do 100 a day is okay for me. So nine people, go ahead and subscribe. If you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, make sure you do so. And click that notification bell because we do have today's Wednesday at 7 p.m. We will have our episode of Border Wars. Border Wars is back September 18th. Watertown, Wisconsin is going down with the biggest card ever. We have so many alumni back. Shout out to Canadian Jose flying all the way from Canada for his super fight with Mario Monguilla coming off the biggest knockout of his career, knocking out a tooth, Beeb. Did you see Mario's highlights? He fucking knocked out a tooth. 
out of someone's I like, mouth. I don't like y'all freaking fighting, man. I don't like seeing people like fighting, beep. man. I don't like. I don't want y'all to get hurt. Like nah, beep, beep, beep. I swear, man, you should come out and be a ref. Because let me tell you, bro, um, that would be dope. Let me tell you why, I right? Could, I could be a ref, but I ain't. I ain't getting in the ring again. Nah, you don't gotta get in the ring, bro. We don't force anybody. Even though we've already got a forty-eight-year-old's gonna be actually fighting for wow. a title. He's two and zero, wow. two KOs. Sir Bishop, the killer, they calling yes. him. Yo. But, um, yeah, man, we could use you as a referee so that Alexander Lyonez, a.k.a. Doomy, can do more cornering because he's a lot. Uh, he's, a, he's a coach for a lot of guys. Mario needs him in the corner and a few other guys. Yeah. So, you know, if you ever want to come out, we'll, we'll definitely bring you out. And if you're on Blog Talk, you got to press one, only one time. If you pressed it, don't press it again. You don't want to get out the yes, queue. Yes, thank you, you for saying that. You get out the queue. And it's on you. You will be last because you took yourself Thank out the you. queue. Press one one time. Fight doctor. You have not pressed one, so press it one time so we can play that intro. He actually did, and then and took himself out. And then took himself off. So maybe he did on purpose. I don't know. All right. Well, let's go to Coach. Subscribe Lies. to YouTube.com/slash/TheBoxingVoice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Myers, what's up? Yep. Man? Ain't nothing. What's going on? What's going on? Um, I got to disagree with the guy, you know. Um, it's like, mess. I'll call you a weed head because I see you smoking all the time. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So you can, you can kind of understand that. I would call my uncle an alcoholic because every time I see him, that he has a fucking bottle. Or, or you know what I mean? Or something. So that's how I would look at an alcoholic or something like that that has an issue with that. You will always see him with him. Like, you can't get the fucking bottle out of his hand. That's an alcoholic, for, for the most part. Um, and to call Earl that, I don't think that's justice because, I mean, technically speaking, if I drink two Coronas and I drive home, I'm basically over the limit. So, God forbid, if I crash, what, are they going to call me an alcoholic? You know what I mean? So, I feel like there's a gray area in that. So, you can't just bang the hammer and say automatically you're alcoholic. So what about you know his what defense? Mean, what about his defense that he's saying Earl Spence has a clip saying I have a problem with alcohol? I haven't heard it, but he he, he says there's is out there. He could I guess find a lot. I I never I never seen it, so I can't speak on that. Maybe it's true he came out and said it, but I didn't see it, so I can't speak on it. But I doubt that he'll come out and say something like that without it creating major waves in the industry. But that's my call. Beeb, where's the do, do, not not that you have it on the fly. I'm not expecting you, but but do you remember what? I remember during an interview, he said I had a problem with alcohol, but I got it under control now. Something something to that nature. I'll I'll look for it. Don't don't worry. I'll look for it. We're gonna go to is actually we got a counterpunch, Izzy, and we'll be right back to you. Jay Will in Ohio. What's going on? You should lie low. I used to get it in Ohio. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up, man? Good show, man. Good to see the Beebs back. Mario Ness uh, holding it down once again. Beeb, um, you gave a good breakdown. I'm an Errol Spence guy, um, but I honestly feel the only way Errol Spence wins this fight is by making it a boring fight and just keeping Manny on the end of that jab. I think he'd be. If he doesn't pick and choose when they exchange, I think um, he's going to get the shorter end of the stick when they do exchange or when they do fight on insights because of Manny's hand speed. So I kind of agree with your, uh, your breakdown, Beeb, um, as far as that matchup. 
Um, the alcoholic word became a little funny, quick, a uh, hot topic out of out of the blue, unexpected. Um, I don't know. I just think uh, with that word, I just think. Um, well, I, I guess for instance, the way I would compare it to is like um, when you see a college kid, he's out here drinking, he's and he's kicking it because he's young and he's in college. I'm pretty sure he's drinking more than he ever did in his life, but I don't think he would call him an alcoholic. So I think it's the same situation with Earl. He comes into a lot of money. He's young. He's kicking it. He got, you know, rappers as friends. Jay Will, thanks for calling in. We're going to Izzy, Oklahoma. Talk to me. Is it? You're unmuted, but we don't hear you. Is he? Is he? Is going once, two time. Do, 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 do. All right. Uh, we're going out to Hawk in Maryland. Talk to me. Yo, hello. Hello, hello. Yo, what's up, TBD? How you doing, fam? <laughs> Y'all got me on there? We hear you. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Alright. Um, yeah, it's, it seemed like it only had nothing. But anyway, as far as the uh conversation, man, um uh it's it's nice to bring up to hear out, you know, the the little side problems and things of that nature. But we're on this you're on this show, doing this show because he's about to fight Manny Pacquiao. And if you're worried about him as is if you're putting out the statement about alcoholism because he's about to fight Manny Pacquiao, and that might be a reason for people not to think he's not going to win. Well, let's, let's remember that he, if he's been an alcoholic, alcoholic, he's been one, he's still undefeated. So if he was undefeated all the way up to the time he crashed the car, had the accident, got back, you know, got back, and then came back and beat Danny Garcia as easy as he did. Other than Sean Porter, I've seen him in no close fights. So he's a really good alcoholic if he's an alcoholic. Because other than Sean Porter, I ain't seen him in a close fight. So now he's definitely not drinking as he was before. So I, I still don't see on the topic where this alcoholism is going to help help Manny Pacquiao to beat Earl Spence. I say Pacquiao gets punished. He's a great fighter. He's going to do good off the beginning. But like I said, Earl Spence ain't never showed a stamina problem. And alcoholism usually where you have a stamina problem. But um, in my opinion. The, the alcohol is having having made him have a zero having having gave him a loss yet, and he's doing better now. So no, I don't think that's going to be a problem. Not with this fight, you know. But that's uh, you know, call. and the one and the one thing I really, really quick want to mention. I remember this time that I got to interview Earl at uh, it was maybe an Omar Figueroa. It was a Texas fight. Anyway, um, I saw him. I went to go interview him, and I remember uh, somebody behind me. Who I won't mention. After the interview was over, he said, "Yo, is, is Earl slurring his words? Is he? Do you think he's been drink? Is he drinking?" I, and he was not at all, one hundred percent not. Like he he has this slow kind of delivery, you know, his phonetics or yeah, he's got stuff. that southern kind of, you know what I mean. So like a lot of times he kind of sounds a certain way, but uh, you know he's not. Like it's you know what I'm saying. So it's kind of hard to decipher. Between those two, I'm just. But I will say this: someone in the chat, he didn't pay to say this, but he said, "What's the big deal?" They call Kovalev uh, an alcoholic all the time, but I think the difference with Kovalev is that his his trainer came out. You know, trainers are very close part of a team, 
And if he comes out and starts revealing all this stuff, it was it was it was John David Jackson that said those words. Plus, he had other stuff going on too. But so. we got Gil in uh, the BX. I think he done moved a Cali on us and shit. Call him Mr. Sunshine. He started renting that 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 apartment in the BX, and all of a sudden he's in mm. Cali now. Um, but he says Joe Habib. Ness ducking Sir Bishop. Nesta retired like Floyd Mayweather when Coda was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. We're going to Stone Bone Boxing. What up? What up, what up? I hear you. Yeah. I hope they can uh get this fight done. I don't want them to strip Ugas, but I just want these. I don't want another fight for before they saying we need them to fight Bud. I want them to get that done. May I don't know if they got to pay Ugas. It's going to be dirty because they're going to have to strip Jamal James, give Jamal belt to Ugas, strip Ugas and give his belt to Pacquiao. What they going to do to James, give him an interim title? It's just... It's just gonna be messy. Whatever yeah, everybody got to go be, back so. to normal though. Stonebone, everybody goes back to normal. Yeah, yeah. That's what I just wish they would have did, like the WBC did with Devin. Just hey, until a fight, the belt is there. Like you know what I mean? Like we can't, we ain't gonna sign it until you fight or something. Like I don't. Maybe that's what should have happened. But with this alcohol thing, nine times out of ten, when you see an alcoholic, he's not drinking. He don't even have no money for the drink. Or he may be not even, nine times out of ten when you see an alcoholic, if he's drunk, he's not holding the bottle. Y'all can like this is some hobo uh, Hancock Will Smith movie. If Never you said see, that. I know alcoholics who, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if you think about an alcoholic, I'm not saying that is Earl, but an alcoholic can consume the same amount of alcohol as you and you not be drunk. But his body will react differently to the alcohol and he will be drunk instantly. An alcoholic can get drunk off a half a pint, whereas it might take someone else a little more than that, a few more shots because of their body tolerance. You know everybody's I mean? so different, bro. It's, it's a, yeah, everybody's different. That's what I'm saying. I can't say that he's an alcoholic, but I'm just saying once you reach the point of wrecking your car and flipping it, you have a drinking problem. If we don't want to call it an alcoholic, we can say, look, he had a problem because... Not many people flip their car and damn near die drunk. So once it reached that point, it is a problem. We can, we can, it's semantics if he's an alcoholic or not. But do we have a problem? That's clear. That's not even arguable. So I hope they get it done. I'll pick him to, I'm picking him to beat Pacquiao and I want this Bud Crawford fight. I'm picking mm. him to beat Pacquiao too. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's not going to, he's not going to win the fight. I just think it's going to be a tough fight. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a close decision. Yo, how, definitely. How'd that even come up? I'm so lost now. Like it's been, it's been, it took over the topic. That shit is taking over the topic. Did you, did you bring it up, Mario? Or did I bring it up? I can't you, even. The, you made a point that the accident, whether it brings us back to a hundred, and then we had talked about like him getting coming back to a hundred. Like you know what I'm saying? So it kind of it came up organically, 
But I think, again, it's the problem with this whole thing is the stigma around that yeah, word. Yeah, like, yeah, nobody yeah, yeah. has to feel embarrassed. Nobody should make anyone feel bad about it. I mean, you know I, what I'm saying? I, like, and, and I don't think that's what you did at all. But Zero. I think, I think that, I I think that. that the person is always going to take a negative. Like, if I call, sure, B, sure. if I see B I wanna, with a drink and I call him an alcoholic or, 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 or someone smoking for the first time and I don't know, I can't call him a, a pothead. Yeah, I remember, about it. I want to clarify, like, I was kind of paraphrasing. He was he was in an interview. I think it was with Brian Custer after the accident, and he said he's got he's got all his issues under control. So he didn't come out and say I got an alcohol problem, but he basically said, you know, I got my issues under control, and I'm kind of you know assuming that he's talking about his alcohol problem. Yeah, I do remember him saying that. I do remember him saying. So like, I I want to clarify that Ness, and because I, I don't want to. Put out false information on the show. No, they gonna kill us already. I'm telling you. We, oh, they gonna no, they gonna we, kill me. They gonna be like, don't bring that, that mother, don't bring that motherfucker back here again. They hate, <laughs> they, they, they think I hate Spence, man, and I'm the one. I'm the why one. Why they think? Why pushing. they think you hate Spence? You, you, you never but, said anything derogatory about Spence. The, the, the thing I said about Spence is that I didn't think people would be fooled with the Mikey. So I said, man, that, you know, joking in an interview with Ken Porter. I'm like, man, that's. If 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 people only if only fifty thousand bought you know Postal and Crawford, I said to myself like who's really gonna buy Mikey and Earl? I didn't know it would be that big, beep. I what did they do? Me. What did they do? Three twenty five or three fifty? Bro, they they did maybe ten times whatever number I said. That's for sure. And then they had <laughs> then they had fucking that's 40, about a thousand. They had forty eight thousand people there. Like I really didn't think anyone would think. Mikey really had a shot. Like, I watch Mikey's whole career. I watch him get put down by, like, Roman Martinez. I watch him, like, do what was strategically right in the Salido fight. I'm... Yo, the fact that he didn't get knocked down in that fight was impressive to me alone. Then he came back and and, and really put hands on Jesse. Mikey, Mikey, improved, Mikey has proven that he is a legitimate welterweight. Because he didn't get knocked out by Earl. Earl could say what he wants about, you know, wanting to fight Mikey at his fight. And people thought he was going to get out boxed. So he wanted to show he could be a boxer. Cool. Mm. But like you said, he hasn't gotten a lockout in a long time. And Mikey turned around and, and did to, to, to Jesse what not even Bradley could do. Like yeah, Mikey, Mikey, Mikey shows he can hold his own at 147. There's no Hell question yeah. about that. Definitely. Can I ask you a question real quick, Ness? Was it that fight with Spence and Mikey that? Because I mean, I know you already understood the, you know, the 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 the, the green print for Black versus Mexican. No, I didn't. But was even, it that fight that solidified it in your mind? It did. It, well, no, it didn't solidify it. But obviously, I, my eyes opened up, and 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 mm. I'm understanding. That the green print is a real thing, man. It's a real, real thing. Like, we're watching it be done for Tank, and we've seen it get done for Earl on a higher level. Like, obviously, I'm sure Mayweather expected better numbers with Leo. No one could have predicted that. Yeah. Leo, Leo's been mm. around the block. He should have done better numbers than that. It's really sad, yeah. you know what I mean? And now, think about it, right? Yes, Tank has been able to capitalize off that Leo pay-per-view, but not Leo. I could go to my Instagram right now and play a little clip of Leo he knows it's a wrap. He got to fight Gary now. Like, he said yeah. it himself. Like, I want Gary Basso. And it's like, yeah, because there's no more protection because your numbers ain't... You ain't... If he would have sold more numbers, believe me, they would have coddled Leo some more. But it's a wrap. Like, we can't keep you away from Gary and you not really bubbling. Or, You know, the, the, the whole situation with the pay-per-view numbers... And I think you made a lot of sense when you were talking about the money aspect of it, because 
the way they make money for the fighters, I mean, it's not great for the fans. We already know that. But for the fighters and even for Showtime, because what people don't know is Showtime gets 10% off off the top of the pay-per-view revenue. And then the promoter promoter and the... um, and the and the cable networks get the the 45 each but the thing is this for a fighter showtime only you know pays less for the fight because the guarantees are going to be smaller because they're going to get they're going to pay the fighters going to get paid on the back end right so if that fight was on fox he probably only would have made like two million but because it was on pay-per-view he's going to make close to five million when it's all said and done so for the fighter it, it makes sense and then the arguments like well only 200,000 people saw the fight, but they did something brilliant. And I, I'm sure you picked up on this too. Look what they did. They took all the clips from the, all the, the great knockout clips. They put them up on social media. How many views did them clips get? Millions upon millions. Right? So, millions. so, so much viral, attention. Yeah. So much attention. Just a little dancing clip after he dropped Barrios. That shit Yo, the is flip fucking too. viral. When he, did, when, he did, when he did the freaking flip off the top. Oh, oh, the kid was, crazy. That the kid, he's and next then, And not only that, like Ness, Mysterio. He's not only that, Ness, what does PBC do too? They, they upload the highlights to their channel. How many well, views does that get? About time because Word. the zone was kicking their ass with highlights. Let me tell you, the zone social media team is are monsters. But but monsters. Tank Tank is solidified. That's why I didn't understand um, D Styles' stance yesterday. It's like Tank is a solidified star, man. He's it's, a star. Everything but, he does but is, the, is 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 trajectory for like the flip, the dance, the power, the everything. Like everything no. he does, he's just the showman. It's just the entertainment industry and the sports industry. They all, they all Dr. J was there. Now. Exactly. That's what I said. Dr. How, J was there. Not, Went in the locker room. Yo, and let me tell you, the oh, dude ignored me he... two times. I tried to get an interview too. I'm like, yo, Dr. J. He just walked right by me like nothing. I'm like, yo, Dr. Oh, J. Oh, he did? Two times. Wow. He's not like that. He did that. Posted bro, him two up. Times, oh, bro. Two times, bro. Two times. Two times. Nah, he, listen, you know. He's Dr. J, man. He's Dr. J. Yeah, he's yeah, Dr. That's, J. That's, that's you know, a legend. And he, right there, he had bro. his own Air Force One Dr. J editions on. With that, yeah. with that blue suit. So you saw Ness, you saw him? You saw him? You was like right close to him and stuff? Bro, I literally like walked next to him like Dr. J, but he would not, he's like blinders on, like taller. Oh, he's, yeah. he's so tall. I'm tall. Wow. He's so Got tall. That media training. Even as an old man, you know, we're supposed to start. Bro, yeah, he's, he's like six. He's like he's six, so seven, tall. six, eight. He's so We're tall, six, man. Six eight to six. No, six. man, I'm telling you, Tank brought out people that I didn't even know. I had to. Obviously, there's younger yeah. reporters out there now, and they're like, "Ness, you don't want to interview that rapper." I'm like, "Who the hell is that?" Bro, like, that's even... how I would be right now. Like, now, there were so pe- many people in your chat being like, "Yo, look at that rapper behind you." I'm like, I don't know who that guy is. But people are gonna harp on that that two hundred thousand number for pay-per-view buys but let's let's be real man he killed more than two that. more than two hundred thousand people saw that fight Hell, oh, of but, course but forget yeah. who and saw it tra- forget who saw it he whatever deal he worked out he could he could possibly be taking five million home for that no he, he probably did oh, yeah. take five million home <laughs> but, because but, it, and like, remember my math was being generous with every i was giving millions away like i was oprah like that <laughs> under, i ran, that I, ran I ran the numbers i ran the numbers yesterday right and i came up with 4.6 million look at that damn Yo, but 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 like let's let's forget the money and the numbers for a second. You wanna okay. you wanna talk about why is he a bona fide solidified star? Because regardless of what the numbers are, can you imagine anyone else out there doing that? I can't. I can't imagine. Well, 
Uh, I mean, look, I, and I'm not saying that they could. I'm not saying Tio couldn't do that with Leo or, or anybody. I'm just saying that they at haven't this done point, it though, Mario. They, they haven't, haven't done, done it. They, they haven't done it. Well that, said. Thank and that's what I keep saying, man. Stop telling me Ryan's a star when he ain't on pay per view. He ain't doing yeah. this type of a show. Like this is a true event. Like I will not miss a tank fight in Atlanta. I'm Yo, not missing it. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with making. Two or three million dollars at all, but it but it ain't the same as making five. Exactly. <laughs> let's yeah, just be right. let's just be real about it. It ain't exactly. the same as making five. Yeah, you right. Let me get no. to Jay Will, uh, his regular call because he had a counter punch. Talk to me. What's up? What's up, man? Um, yeah, man. I, the one thing I do want to say though, man, um, I do agree with Abib as well. Uh, I don't think this fight is going to be as easy as some. Uh, fellow Spence fans think um I know I'm a big Spence fan and I'm sounding like I'm not but I just don't see how I just think the hand speech is really going to play a big factor in, in the in, in the fight and I don't see how I don't see how Errol gets his left hand home on Manny a lot you know what I'm saying because I just think Manny's just going to be too quick now I do think that Errol had some good experience with, with Southpaws in the Olympics but again amateur Olympic Southpaws is no comparison to Tim Mandy. So I still think Errol's going to pull it out. I just think it's going to be a real, real tough fight for Errol, man. And, um, you know, that's my call. I'm going I'm to read the scores. 116 and 112 and 115 and 113 twice, Spence. Mm. I can see that. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Uh, we're going to go to JT. In Dallas, talk to us. So interesting that you come across like a nice guy, but you really a piece of shit. Hey, that comment. Come on, that's no, that was a piece of fuck you. That was a piece of shit. You know, we're we're doing we're doing live TV. Yeah, I don't care. What you gonna do about it? I'm telling you, mother. Why do you have to talk like that? Well, I'm talking to you the way I want to talk to you. You have a problem? Turn off your station. I'm the best. Yo, can you hear me? Yes, sir. You good? Okay. Uh, I think yeah. Look at it like this. Y'all, y'all gave out a point about Errol Spence ever being um a hundred percent. I don't think nobody ever be a hundred percent coming in the ring. They be in their ninety, but never a hundred percent. You know, due to the training and all that and stuff like that, etc. But Manny Pacquiao, he's forty-two years old. Yeah, I feel like Pacquiao is the fastest fighter uh Spence go uh get in the ring with feet hands speed, but he's 42 years old. I don't see him doing that for 12 rounds. Like, maybe the first five full rounds, he gonna give uh, Spence some big trouble with the hand speed and all that. But I think Spence is gonna really start hurting Pacquiao to the body. Big time to the body. So, uh, like I said, with age, all that plays a factor in this fight. Yeah, we, maybe the younger Pacquiao, but this uh, Pacquiao and Earl Spence about to fight, I think Spence got a strong chance on stopping. If we go over history, uh, Pacquiao been hurt to the body. Pacquiao been knocked out before. Can't go over history with Spence um, saying that. So uh, I think, like I said, I think the first five rounds, Pacquiao making a good fight. But um, after that, uh, Spence gonna start wearing him down, tearing him up, doing the small little details that y'all forget to realize what Spence do. Because uh, when uh, Pacquiao fought uh, Jeff Horn. Jeff Hall was bringing a, 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 a lot of pressure, but it was just it was just reckless pressure. But see, think about Spence, he bring that methodical pressure. 
And I think that's more tiresome on the mind as well to have somebody sitting there in there relentless right there in front of you and stuff like that. So I got Spence winning. I know. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Respect your ass, that's why it's time for the doctor to check your ass, nigga. Chicago fight doctor in the house. What up, champ? Yo, fight doctor's in the house on Rick James status back on the TBV. Listen, I have to disagree with you regarding uh Tank Davis. Tank Davis, unfortunately, is not a pay-per-view star. Look, I think he has all the ingredients, but 200,000 pay-per-views, that does not make you a star, right? Was it if profitable gonna, look, to if, his Was it profitable to his company and to his promoter? Well, so I guess there are two questions here. The first question is, did the, was the pay-per-view a success? And if 200,000 is enough to cover the bills and have some change left over, then it was a success. All right, then. But... And if you're doing two consecutive okay, pay-per-views, think about it. If you're doing two consecutive, that means the network thinks this was a success. Your promoter believes it was a success. Or are you telling us that they rolled the dice two times and said, fuck, we lost. We lost again. Fuck it. Let's roll the dice again. We're going to let him announce October he's back and we're going to roll the dice again and keep losing? No, they're winning. Winning. Well, okay. Well, listen, the question is, so the second question is, is Davis a pay-per-view star? So first question is, did they make money? Apparently they're making money. But if he's a star, then we have to compare him to known quantities. People who we know are pay-per-view stars. Mike Tyson, De La Hoya, um, Canelo Alvarez, Floyd Mayweather. They These just guys do half a million. They just bigger stars. He's a, he's a smaller star. <laughs> And the funny well, thing is, I mean, the okay. funny thing is, you can't you can't find other names other than today's stars to compare him to. Like we went yeah. down everyone's pay per view numbers, bro. His numbers are comparable. We're talking about Mayweather and Pacquiao doing three forty, three fifty, their first pay per views, and this kid from the mud, no gold medal, no country behind him. He ain't from the Philippines. None of that crazy shit, bro. And he yeah. did two hundred. Like you gotta respect it. You hating? Floyd, Floyd wasn't hating. on pay-per-view till he was 29 years old. This dude I'm, was on pay-per-view at 25. Hating. You're not hating, but you're not really seeing what he's been able to create out of nothing. Out of nothing. He, Listen, he, I'm, not, I'm not denying the man's potential. Like I said, I think all the ingredients are there. But at the same time, we can't ignore reality. And reality is this. People who we acknowledge to be pay-per-view stars are selling half a million, 750,000, a million pay-per-views. Tank isn't more. there yet. Okay, but Floyd and Pacquiao didn't do that in their first pay-per-views. And we're showing you that he well, is listen, on the Floyd, same trajectory. Just like a Gennady. I, listen, I, I'm, a, I'm, agreeing, I'm agreeing with you, okay? I said, again, I said that all the ingredients are there. But look, Floyd's first pay-per-view was the... Um, was the fight with um, Arturo Gotti? Uh, Arturo Gotti. He had, he, had Gatti a, fight. he had a better dance par partner. He was a silver medalist who got robbed. And his father was a fighter. His uncle was a fighter, and he still only did 160 more than fucking Tank. Man, think about it. Think about it. 
Tank, Tank, Tank Ryan Garcia does over five hundred thousand. he literally got a, a a gold medal ripped from him. He got his father been in the business. He signed a top rank. His uncle was a fighter. Fought Julio Cesar Chavez. All this shit in his first pay per view was three sixty. Tank ain't got none of that. He let's, ain't got none of that. Let's read the definition okay, of what a star was, is. A star nobody is. Nobody was accusing. A star is Nobody a person who is considered extremely talented, has great public appeal, and can usually command a high salary. I think Tank checks all those boxes. I think Tank, <laughs> Tank checks all guys, those boxes. Go ahead, fight doctor. Yeah, guys, look, I I'm agreeing with you that the potential, all of the ingredients are there. But look, nobody was accusing Floyd Mayweather of being a pay-per-view star after the Gotti fight. Let's be real. Well, right? let, He developed into a pay-per-view star. Let's kind of let's, let's kind of separate the word star from pay per view yet. star. Let's let, let's separate exactly. the word star from pay per view star. Exactly, separate. Tank, that's a good point. Tank Tank is a star because of his popularity, because of the amount of revenue he can generate. He's the highest paid fighter in his division, right? <laughs> so you got to so you got to right. compare you got to compare him with his contemporaries, right? Yeah, man. You, no, you, you no, can't. He... So it's like this: when you graduate the highest in your class. You're being judged by the class that you're in. You 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 can't judge people in, that are in other classes from years ago. You gotta you gotta judge this dude from his class. I like that. So when analysis. you judge him, when you judge him, uh, you know, with his contemporaries, right? Yes. He's that's the level. That's the level. So you gotta say he's a star. Yeah. You, you know why you're right? Okay. Because well, it's okay, like so, real so quick, my doctor, because you use the so Gotti. Uh, I'm sorry, Gotti. You use the Gotti Mayweather thing, and I think that's a brilliant reference. But the problem is, is like it doesn't correlate because how many people were stealing pay per views back then? Yeah, you know, I, there I, was no streaming services. There, I mean, now, I mean, a fifteen-year-old kid could spend ten seconds on the internet and get the pay per view in ten eighty HD, like nothing. And Mayweather was lucky that he had oh, wait, Logan wait, Paul wait, for wait, a dance partner. Because yeah. those Logan Doctor, Paul fans don't know how to stream fights because they don't too. watch boxing. I got to <laughs> right. let you go. I got a lot of people. Uh, I know you alumni, and, and I definitely want you to continue to call. But, man, since the show's grown, there's some rules. You get three minutes. I've given you more. You can always do a $5 cash app to Nest GTO, saving us the 30%, or a $5 super chat to get a secondary call. We're going to Rafael in College Station. Yeah, man, I just wanted to say that I don't think Earl has a problem. I think he addressed it by, you know, admitting his faults. So, uh, and there's, if there's anything paparazzi like to do, like to, you know, destroy good people. And if he would or did have a problem, it would have came out by now. The fact that it hasn't, I think he's good. But I will say with authority and confidence, Pacquiao's going to beat Earl. Whoa. Earl's never fought someone that fast with that great combination in footwork. <gasps> and I'm confident Pacquiao's going to win. Earl is a great champion. He's a great fighter, but he's never fought someone like Pac. The close he's got is Sean Porter, and he barely won that fight. But well, thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling in, Rafael. I do my best, but uh, my best wasn't good enough. Uh, let's see here. Looking like we got Big Gucci Nick. What up? Hey, what up, man? Let me know. Raphael, whatever he's smoking, I'll I'll take some of that, man, for real. Oh, gee. oh Yo, I got Earl by I got Earl by KO, man. I mean, listen, he's got that Pacquiao's got that speed, he's got that experience, but 
I mean, I guess he's got that experience, but I feel like Earl's that different type of animal. He's going to impose his will, and I think he's uh, he's going to be on the spotlight, man. This is the passing of the torch, so he's going to be real pressure to put on a performance. So I, I think we're going to see the best Earl to date. But uh, yeah, I got EJ. I got the big fish by knockout, you feel me? Uh, second half of the fight. I won't call around. All right. Big Gucci Nick, man. Thanks for calling in. Uh, did we go to Austin? Austin and Austin. No, we didn't Austin go to Austin. Austin and Texas. Talk to me. Hey, good morning, Miss. Good morning, Mario. Good morning, TK. Um, <laughs> nah, bro. What first is, uh... Bro, I've looked at the definition of what an alcoholic is. So, a chronic disease characterized by uncontrollable drinking and preoccupation with alcohol. Alcoholism is an inability to control drinking due to both a physical and emotional dependence on alcohol. Ain't no way this man is a world-class athlete and he's an alcoholic. He's stupid. Sugar Ray Leonard was an alcoholic. Mike Tyson was an alcoholic. Who? Mike Tyson was an alcoholic. He had an alcohol problem. We know Mike. Tyson Fury had an alcohol problem. Sugar Ray Leonard had an alcohol problem. Roberto Duran had an alcohol problem. Penel Whitaker had an alcohol problem. Oscar De La Hoya had an alcohol problem. What else you need? All right, dog. You want to? What else you need? All right, cool. All right, cool. It's cool, bro. It's cool. It's cool. What else you need? These guys are human beings, man. They're not super. They're not super people, right? They're not supermen. They're not superheroes. They can have problems just like us, bro. You put, I mean, I Bro. again. You put them on a, a pedestal, and that's great. And I know, you, I know, you don't want to think bad things can, about anybody, but in reality, this is life. We all fall. I'm not a fucking we all drug fall. addict. That's we a all fall, difference. bro. We you all fall in life. Bro? Don't matter how high like, we are, we you, all fall. Dumb, honestly, bro. I'm guessing you ain't Hispanic. My feels are alcoholic. Them dudes drink thirty packs every other fucking day. That's alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? You just your narrative is crazy. But uh, good show, Ness. Shout out to my boy Mario. Hey, uh, Ness, you never hooked me up with Super Mexican contact info, so I can uh, go out to eat with that man. Uh, my bad, but I think I found you an opponent. Opponent, check the Facebook Border Wars group chat. Um, there's a there's a there's a novice uh 175er. Take a look at him. Let me know what you think. What's his name? So I can. Hell if I know, champ. But it's there. You'll see him. He's flexing right, on you. He's flexing all on you, man. All right, bet, bet, bet. Good right. show, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. We going out to Mastermind in the building. Boxingwords.com. Oloki, you are next, my friend. Por eso lo vuelvo a repetir. La era del Canelo la mejor porque peleó por los mejores. La suerte es para los mediocres, my friend. Boxingwords.com. Yo, 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 what up, Ness? What up, Mario? What up, Pete? Yo, I, I called in and I, I thought I was listening to an old show from like 2015 because the topic came up. Um, I'm on Saturday. Am I, am I good? I'm on the road right now. You are you all right. better than Skype, usually. I mean, not really. All right. Well, so, man, uh, uh, you know, when it comes to the topic, man, uh, um, you know, I think there's a narrative that, that, I mean, obviously the whole man down thing maybe gave the impression that Errol's never really been a one-punch knockout guy. He's a vicious body attacker, uh, and I think that's what's going to come into play late in the fight with Pacquiao. I think he's going to have to adjust the speed of Pacquiao, but I, I think ultimately he'll wear him down. 
and get him up out of there. I, I don't see it being a one-shot knockout. I, I think it'll be be late, maybe nine, ten inch around that area. Uh, I think Freddie Roach going to say, you know what, it's been a long road, and then this will be the end of it, man. Um, you know, the, I think the like JT said, the body work is gonna is gonna play a big factor for Arrow. Uh, he's gonna have to keep him at the end of the stick, obviously, because he's gonna want to work that body, keep keep that from you know the in and out movement and the angles. Uh, and it's gonna be a very interesting fight early on, but uh, you know, I think I think Arrow gets it done and and, and puts the guys out. Um, you know, it's not a question of his power, man. It's just, uh, like you know, he was able to drop Sean Porter. And only AB was the only other guy that ever did that. And, and Marcos Madonna, I'd say AB is one of the hardest fighters we've ever fought. You know, Madonna fought guys like Sir Ross and big heavy hitters in those days. So, um, as far as the alcoholic thing, man, I think that's, that's kind of a reach. That's kind of a, you know, not to say it's out of the realm of possibility, but it's definitely just, definitely an extreme, man. Max, thanks for calling in. AMG, Oklahoma. What up? Yo, what up? Good show. Um, I think uh, there's too many things against Manny, really. I don't see him being able to beat Earl. I think age will eventually play a factor, and we don't know when, right? But eventually when it happens, it just happens. And then we won't know until after the fight, or I guess during the fight, too. But he's smaller. Earl's got the reach on him. He's got the size on him. got the youth on his side. I just see him beat. I just see him winning. There's too many negatives on uh, Manny's side, in my opinion. Mm. Well, all right. Thanks for calling in, Coach Myers. Boomerang. Yo. Yo. You hear me? You hear you. You hear you. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna stop Pacquiao, man. You gonna stop him to the body? Gonna work that body. And um, just get him out of there, man. I mean, yeah, it's Uncle Earl hasn't fought a southpaw. When's the last time Manny fought a good southpaw? Nah, been a minute. You know, anybody know that? It, wasn't it Jeff Horn? Okay. Wasn't it Jeff Horn? Uh, his last. Ain't Jeff Horn a southpaw? I said a, a good southpaw. Man, Jeff Horn was. I said a good southpaw. He was a big southpaw. Obviously, gave Manny problems. That's why the fight's controversial. Uh, yeah, he was decent. But, I mean, what Pacquiao said the toughest fight was Margarito. Because of the weight and the size. That's going to be the similar outcome going against Earl Spence. But the difference is, Earl is a better boxer. He's a better technician. And he's going to he's gonna end up stopping him. Mm. So, good luck to Pacquiao. Well, all right. Coach Myers, Connecticut. Got a couple super chats I got to get to. We got Gil in Castle Hill who says, Jokes aside, nice to see you back, Joe. Much love to TBV and the Familia. Uh, we got Julio Orchat who says, laugh aloud, everybody, no, laugh aloud, Earl Spence is a drunk. Everybody knows that. Whatever. Julio's back with another one and he says, Earl's going to explode from all the alcohol and steroids. What are these false accusations, Julio Orchat? What in the hell? Good God. They're going to bury us with this show. Damn, they, Spence got a lot of people who don't like him. I didn't realize that. Um, Yo, Blog Talk is up for anybody. Yep, if you're um, on Blog Talk and you haven't pressed one, that's why we haven't gone to. So if you're like, damn, why Ness hasn't gone to me? You didn't yeah. press numero uno. And please just push it once. If you got to go and, and you got to push off, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But just 
you know, if you can stay on, you can stay on because I keep having to put your name in there. Also, also, if you want to call in on Skype, you can just add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation. We got Rodney Evans that says, hey, Ness, you funny. How you going to sit here and call Tank a star when he has over 3 million followers on IG and couldn't even get 30% to buy his fight? There's only one star, Canelo. Uh, like B gave a great analogy, man. Um, is relative to his division. He's the biggest star. His, in his contemporaries, division, you know, in, yeah. in and around his division. I mean, you know, uh, Leonard Ellaby never been more right. Tank is the biggest fight for anybody from one thirty from one forty to one thirty. He's the big. He's the biggest draw. He's the biggest name. He's the highest earner. So he's. It, a, it, you know what him, it's man. gonna. You know what it's gonna happen. Like people got to see like what a what the other like what a good or great B-side does for Tank. Like, you want to keep talking about these numbers, but, you know, Leo fought in those weight classes that nobody really paid attention to. You know, Mario Barros is an unknown fighter coming in. Relative to that, those pay-per-view numbers weren't bad. You know, when you consider the entire, you know, um, situation, right? Exactly. But 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 given Mikey Garcia, like, right now Twitter is asking, like, is Tank Mikey Garcia a mega fight? Some people don't think so. I think it's definitely a mega fight like Bruh, you know, people are saying Earl like it can't be a mega us. fight because spence mikey and basically trying to say like if if that wasn't then this isn't and it's not the same Bro. thing at all that was spence's first pay-per-view shout out to bigger uh with that point um but yeah man like it's i don't know mario that's a mega fight to me that's a huge fight because mikey has more of a possibility of winning but i think Tank will sleep his ass. I exa exactly feel the same. I think well, Tank. I think Tank beats Lomachenko too, man. I always said that. Yeah. Hell, I, don't yeah. know, I always pick against Loma, man. <laughs> always said that. I, I pick against Loma. I picked against Loma in a, a Salito fight, the Gary Russell fight, the the what's the Jamaican? Tio. You picked against Tio. Yeah, I picked Tio too, but the Jamaican too. I can't. I can't leave him out because when I was wrong, I was oh. wrong. But I'm two That's for two, right? Or two for four? Fuck, I, that ain't bad. Oh, two for like seven. No, you I'm two for every four. Time against. <laughs> I'm two for four against Loma. I'm two for four Ness, against. Ness, Loma. Ness, man, I used to always pick against Canelo, and I always used to lose. Oh my God, yo, dude, no, yo yes. What are people, you talking about? People don't even know that I used to be a Canelo hater. They think I'm so far up Canelo's ass now, bro. It's crazy, bro. Yo, but they don't understand yo. that I've seen the evolution of a Mexican kid that started at 15 at 140, and he's out here knocking out Sergey Kovalev at 175. And he's telling you the same thing I've been saying for the last two years, beep. He will knock out Arthur Better Beef. And if you don't knock him down, I gu I'm guaranteeing a knockdown. Bet on a knockdown. Canelo yeah, puts his ass down. Canelo puts him. him down. And I, like I told Benavidez, he puts you down too if you keep Ness, squaring up. Did you did you hear this? Did you hear this rumor? What? That Caleb Plant they're looking to fight David Morrell instead of instead of Canelo. No way. You didn't um, hear that? I, I didn't hear I, that. I, I didn't hear that. But listen, I I don't put it past. Because I did see some Eddie interviews where he's saying, like, you know, if they can't do the Caleb plan, they're going to look at Bivol and, and better. Be. I was I was told Louis DeCubis is, is is really playing hardball with the negotiations. That's what I was told. Mm, yeah, that's what I think. I don't I even understand. Happening. Like, I thought I thought that it was going to be easy. You know, Caleb uh, came out and said he wanted 10 million. I think that's absolutely uh, possible. Um, you know, I spoke to Eddie and other people, you know, they gave eight million to Billy and he's not American. Giving ten to a guy that just did two million on Fox, 
It makes sense. You know sense. what I think? This is what I think the plan is uh, for PBC in this situation. They're going to, and, and, and everyone does it. I'm not saying it just they do it, but I think they're going to milk all the in-house fights they can first. I think you're gonna see him fight Morrell. You'll probably see him fight Anthony Durrell. He gets you, nothing they, out of Morrell, man. That that would be such a poor marketing decision for his career to to, to not take well, guess, the Canelo fight. Cause listen, yeah, listen, Trout lost nothing. Let Caleb listen to me. Trout lost nothing losing his O to Canelo. Yeah. Laura lost nothing lo getting yeah. his second loss to Canelo. Like you don't lose and Canelo anything. lost nothing losing to Mayweather. Yeah, you don't lose anything in a loss of this level. You only gain. You become an automatic opponent. Let me remind you, Andy Ruiz lost to AJ, right? And mm -hmm. and, and 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 Eddie sent them a five million dollar offer for Dillian White off the loss. Mm -hmm. So 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 mm -hmm. take the fight, take your shot. Yeah, but this this ain't about really. It is about the fighter, but I think there's the people pulling the strings behind the scenes. There, it's all about power for them. They don't want to give up. This, they don't want to give up power to, uh, you know, to Canelo, man. They they want to still have this. They want to be able to hold this trinket over his head, and eventually, well, I, I think he's gonna I, fight Morrell. He'll fight Anthony Durrell. Then he'll fight David Benavidez. I think David Benavidez would beat him. I need. You and know I, what and I, need? I think if they send David Benavidez at, at Canelo, he has more of a shot to beat Canelo. You know what I need? I, I need. I need. I need. I need some rumors to come out that that Canelo turned down a three fight deal because that I at least want to hear that Al Heyman and PBC. Have yeah, that's rumors. I I I ain't I ain't heard that. No 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 no. I'm not saying these rumors. No no are out. no no. Saying, I know pe people have been floating that. Though. I'm saying this. I'm saying this is what I want to hear. I want to at least yeah. hear. At least yeah. I want to. I want to at least. Here in the media, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. headlines, that that Coppinger reports that 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 Canelo turned down a three fight deal with PBC because he chooses not to be tied down. He wants to be a free agent. Yeah, but but, but I, those I three fights, those, I, 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 I totally believe Coppinger. But those three fights have to be Charlo Benavidez and Plan. I, yeah. I don't see why Canelo can't sign with PBC. For the next three fights on pay per view, Charlo Benavidez and Plant. Plant so you Benavidez. Think, you think Charlo. that's legit? You think that deal's legit? I, I'm not saying that's been offered. What I'm saying is, if I were PBC and Al Heyman, I would offer okay. Plant, Charlo Benavidez. Do you want these three fights on pay per view, sir? I I, I would. I, I mean, I would. Would you not buy Charlo versus Canelo? I'd buy more. I buy them all. So, so I don't understand. Like before they move on to Arthur Betterbeev and Dimitri Bivol, that nobody fucking knows. Okay, Bivol got two belts and don't nobody write one story. Mario, while I'm talking, please Google Dimitri Bivol. I mean, the other one, Betterbeev, and see when's the last time he got a fucking story when you press his name and then the word news on Google. Because you know what I'm saying. Like, don't just go over there. Make sure, like, okay, they don't want to give you plant. Well, fuck, can we get Charlo? Like, I'm not really <laughs> wanting Bivol and 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 better be like he don't need to fight at 75. He don't got to prove nothing. You know what I'm saying? He could stay and get Charlo Benavidez. You know who else is over there? There's so many names. He could get Jacob. No, we did that. We did that. Uh, what else is around? Yo, that way? the only the only story the only stories in the first page 
and most of the second are with Canelo. Yeah. It's Canelo better be Come together. Come on, man. And, and, Except and this the one is, with my man Deion Nicholson saying he not better be out. And this is what yeah. I'm saying, bro. Like, we have to understand that those are great consolation prizes. Like, damn, Plant turned down the fight. Yo, I want to report Plant turned down the fight. Don't just give me Bivol. Give me a report. Yo, Plant turned down $10 million in Dallas Stadium versus... Like, damn, work. I want the report. Don't just walk away to Bivol and Better Beef because those ain't bigger fights than Plant, Charlo, Benavides. I think they're tougher fights, though, for sure. Uh, maybe, but maybe this, not, man. This dude... Into dollars, no, let me just say this last sentence. Canelo has figured out that Eastern European code, man. Yeah. He's just figured that out, man. So, I don't yeah, know... Yeah, this Plant Beef, fight's intriguing, that's It's intriguing. I don't know uh, that I, Better I, Beef I has a, a better shot because he's a bigger puncher, you know. I don't know that Bivol has a better shot because he's a little bit patient. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think, think that I Canelo is elite. Yeah. I, no, you're I, right. I've seen Bivol, what? Didn't Bivol go 10 with, with Lenny Castillo? Shout out to my Dominican brethren, but like Canelo ain't going 10 with Lenny. I'm just saying. I mean, Canelo ain't go 10 with Yeardum. But we got a super chat here from EM. EM that says... 200,000 pay-per-view buys in an illegal streaming era is great. You ain't lying, EM. I can't believe that people don't see that, man. Like, getting 200,000 people to buy, to pay $80, people think that's nothing? They crazy. Intrigue the Incredible in Atlanta. <laughs> Shout out to Intrigue. Yo, my girl got me the same red Versace robe. I feel like a king, man. Uh, nice. I replaced the black one. It was too small, so we exchanged it. Got the red. She's, uh, well, he said, uh, what happened to Earl? Destroying Porter, Keith a duck, but now it's okay for him to duck boots. Thurman, what happened to cleaning up his side of the street? I mean, you can't force a man to stay in a division forever. We always knew he was a big boy. That would be my defense to that particular who, super yeah. chat. Who the hell's gonna turn down a Pacquiao fight? Well, no, he's saying after Pacquiao, Spencer's been saying he's moving up to fifty-four. Well, he said he also said that he told Al to get him the Crawford fight too. So we don't know. We don't. We don't know. He's he's not going to fight Crawford. And and Eddie Reynoso said he'll do one sixty four with Canelo. And I think Earl needs to entertain that before entertaining anything else. Like get yeah. this win with Pacquiao, and off a of Pacquiao pay per view, you go into a Canelo one sixty four in fucking Dallas, hundred thousand people. Let's Yo, go. That you, could lose, you, you, you could lose that fight and still go and still go down and fight Crawford. Hell after. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, man. hell yeah. For It'll sure. be a party out there in Dallas, man. We got Ken Stone that says, Does Manny become automatic pound for pound numero uno if he pulls it off? I think so. How don't how can, don't you? How do you how do you the not? argument the argument can be made, but it's gonna be subjective. I mean, it's the and definition, think, dude. He he literally started at a weight way below and now he's out here yeah. knocking out prime welterweights to yeah. start at welterweights or beating prime it's, like you know. I, I mean I don't like when pound I don't I don't necessarily think it's like easy or simple to uncrown a pound for pound guy especially when mostly everyone knows you know and and, and admits that that's the pound for pound guy without him losing you know what i mean it's like pacquiao's win Bruh. now if you were to go and beat crawford afterwards Bruh, yo listen. then you got yeah, the, the, i listen. guess the argument i guess the argument's this you can't just fight one fight and automatically just be pound for pound like it's Work. based off it's based off multiple fights like you can't fight one time in the last two years when he's at a, like Canelo's fighting four times a year and stuff, Bro. so so that's the argument. Yeah, I but the, isn't the question 
who's doing what and what is greater what is the greater achievement yeah that, there's two sides to the argument your, your side is your side is not is uh, you know it's it's it, it should be heard it's it's definitely uh legitimate but that but there's there's also the other side that's why this pound for pound argument is so subjective because yeah, yeah no no, no one's no one's list is, is is identical everyone's list is like way different than the other Exactly. If it worked like that, Tio should be number one pound for pound. Yeah. Honestly, you know, if no, it was are, just no, bro, yeah. after yeah. after what I seen Tank do, he on my list. I don't know. I don't care where y'all put him. I think. But I don't care where y'all put him. But he's on that one. list, man. He's on that he, list. I don't care yeah. where y'all put him. But he's on that make list. You can make an argument for that too. We got Rodney Evans with another one who says, "So Ness, if when Ryan gets a chance for pay per view, do you think he does two hundred thousand pay per view buys? Come on, yeah. man, shaking my head. We gotta see, man." I want to. I don't know why y'all keep asking me that. Why don't y'all ask yourselves this question? Why haven't Bob Arum taken a chance on Teal? Why hasn't Golden Boy taken a chance on Ryan? Why haven't they? That's not our problem. We can only tell you what's being reported. Javante Tank Davis is doing pay-per-views back to back. Even Floyd took a, sh a break off pay-per-view after the Gotti, not Tank. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. Y'all better wake up and smell the Tank coffee. I don't know, man. If 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 you ask me who I'd rather be in a division, Tank or friggin' Ryan, I'd rather be Tank right now. Word. Ryan, yeah. Ryan is literally on social media crying about not being paid. He just said, what, eight months ago that he hadn't gotten paid over two hundred and fifty thousand. You wanna be Ryan? Go ahead and be Ryan. And think about this. Teal got all the belts, but Tank's still making more money than him. And and, and and I know someone's gonna say, Well, well, Ryan's the only guy to get sponsored by Gatorade. Okay, cool. Tank's, Tank's making his own Gatorade money. You know, Josh Taylor got all the belts, but Tank's still exactly. making more money. Great no, Tank, a, a, Tank's still point. making more money than him. Hey, AB, AB, Josh Taylor got all the belts and he's worried about what's going on in Atlanta. Tweeting, he's talking about, oh, Tank's fighting for a Mickey Mouse belt because you want a shot. You call it a Mickey Mouse belt? Is that how you get your shot? I, I mean, no, that was hate, but at the same time, let's be fair. I mean, no, that's how you he know, he's it, trying it, to get a it, shot. It, He's trying yeah, to get but, a shot. But why, though? Because it's because his Tank, division and uh, he overshadowed. Josh Taylor, that's exactly. why. Like it's sour grapes, you know. No, what no, I mean? no. But he's trying to get a shot because he's the B side. Yeah. Because yeah, because because that's some true. fighters. I mean, I don't know if that's the exact reason, but some I mean, fighters. Here's, here's need, the thing, some fighter Mario. needs belts. I keep saying this when it comes to Tank. Some fighters need belt. Tank is the belt, B. He yeah. is the belt. He's there's, a, yep. there's here's, no here's bigger the thing, crown. In terms of recognition, yeah. I mean, Josh Taylor's getting his recognition. But it ain't it ain't Tank's fault that more people are interested in him than Josh Taylor. It's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. It's all about what people want and what people are gonna pay for and who people are talking about. I don't think I don't think mainstream media. I know that I know mainstream media over here ain't talking about Josh Taylor. Bro, nobody nobody super chatted about Josh Taylor. Nobody yeah. nobody talks about Josh Taylor. Don't nobody call in and say, man, y'all keep saying Tank a star. When he going to fight Josh Taylor? He called out Josh Taylor a year ago on Twitter. Nobody care about Josh Taylor. And I'm not and I'm not saying that personally. I'm just saying it, 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 this is the and, era of Tank. And everybody going to say Josh Taylor will win that fight. And that's fine. But I don't think that's a, that's a walk in the park for Josh Taylor either, bro. I just don't. Tank yeah. seems special, man. He keeps Tank, Tank will be able to hold his own with that dude, bro. <laughs> I know, I know it's I know it's a little bit um hypocritical. I know people can hear me say, damn, how you think Tank's special, but you can't see Crawford being special? And and I'm not saying he's not, but Tank is still also putting certain fights on his resume, like Peldraza, 
is a good win at the time that he fought Pedraza and then the fact Pedraza went on to become a two-time champ, that only strengthens that win. You yeah. can't take nothing away from Leo. You know what I mean? Leo's fought the best and he lost to what is now considered one of the best in tank. You know what I mean? He was a four-time champion. Whether you want to eliminate the last belt that he won because Tank vacated to allow Leo to win it, cool. That means he was a legit three-time champ. They had two fights with Abner Mars, two fights with, 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 with Carl Frampton, and probably some other good fights in between there, too, yeah. with other Mark. fighters. I don't, so, you know. I don't see Dr. J going in uh, Crawford's locker room. I don't see Shaq talking about Crawford. I don't see Charles Barkley talking about Crawford. And that's no disrespect. That's just facts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Warren Buffett. Uh, yeah, no, no, you're right. I think the thing is this, right? There's commercial success and there's, um, I don't know, let's call it hardcore success, hipster success, whatever you want to call it, right? There's those Acc two versions of boxing. Accolades. accolades. Accolades, sure. Yeah, that works. Tank is knocking out both, but when he gets, if he gets to the point where he solidifies or, or completely unifies a division or something like that, that's like, because Mayweather had both, right? Mayweather had the accolades and he had the commercial success. Yep. So it's, it's you know, he still has to achieve what Josh Taylor's achieved, and that's utter dominance. But he doesn't need any of that at this moment to be a star yeah. and be one of the is brightest that, is that, points in boxing. Is that he yeah. doesn't – that's the thing. People think he needs to be undisputed at 40. That's that doesn't have to be his legacy. No, like his, that's Josh Teller's legacy. He's the undisputed champion at 140. Tank's legacy reads like this: four-time champion, three exactly. three-division champion. It's a little bit different of a legacy, but I'm sure he'll get those fights. I just want to really quick ring the alarm. <laughs> Drop the bomb. Right. Not only was Ronnie a three-time super chatter, but them some big super chats, man. So thank you for, uh, for each one. Ten dollars. Uh, shout out to you. The most recent one reads, and that's why the sport is bad. Y'all praise Tank for fighting B class on pay-per-view, but talk mess about Crawford because he's not because he's not a because <laughs> he's not a a household name. That's crazy. Double standard. Uh, but think about it. Didn't Crawford fight a nobody on pay-per-view in Postal? It's just one dude's doing better. Like, I don't understand why we we're mad just, at Tank. We're just reporting data. That's all we're doing. And then, pretty much. We're, and not making up, we're not making up these numbers. Even. And I still hold Crawford in high regard. Like, I'm, I mean... And the issue is Crawford's mandatory minimum. Like, when you think about it, a Khan fight, I mean, that was like a $12 million fight between Khan and, 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 and Crawford. So you got to sell more than 150,000 pay-per-views to cover that shit. You just Crawford's, got to. Crawford's own promoter is telling you that he's not drumming and he's not making money. It's not he's a double not. standard. If it was a double standard, uh, Mayweather wouldn't be putting Javante Tank Davis consistently on pay-per-view. They're putting him on pay-per-view because they're turning a profit. Don't so be mad at money. us. Don't be mad they're at us because money. Crawford's promoter is saying he's losing money. And you can see the math. We've taught yeah. you how to do the math. Yeah. Yeah. Ken no, you're Stone. right. You're right. Like, it, it, yeah, you're right. Go for it. Go for it, brother. Don't do that. No, no, no. I, listen, I was just going to say that if it were a double standard, like it can't be a double standard. First of all, you're talking about the premier division in boxing. Okay. Heavyweight division has always been right. But welterweights took over. That's the premier money division. So the fact that you would even suggest a comparison is to show you how 
far Tank has made it. You know, he fights in the weight classes that nobody gave a shit about. Yeah. Like, that's the truth. And look what he's been able to do. Look at the media attention. Look at the – I mean, he's becoming the face of boxing. That belongs yeah. to the welterweights yeah. for years. No, nice. he created his own lane, man. Created gonna, his own lane. We're going to keep using our yeah. own phrase, man. He created his own fucking lane. People weren't doing pay-per-view at 130. And when they do, it's an anomaly, man. So why we can't highlight and praise what he's been able to do? Not only did he create pay-per-view at 130, which is obviously going to put every opponent he gets in the ring with an opportunity to eat on a on a on a bigger dinner plate he getting steak and potatoes with lobster you know what i'm saying so i don't understand why we hating on the economics but he also brought a new market now you got shakur and heron and bob aaron talking about yeah we might go to atlanta with this fight because tank done that he opened up a market and you're hating man like what are we talking about josh teller came over and fought seven thousand people with ramirez on the card Lord have mercy. Ramirez was doing like 15,000 in the Save Mart Center in, in Fresno or wherever, the valley where he's from. You tell me what's going on here, man. Like, Tank is a star. He's a star. Yeah. Yo, BoxRec got Tank at number one at 140 because I guess, I guess they checking the receipts too. Of course, because listen, <laughs> because BoxRec goes by, listen, BoxRec goes by the popularity of the fight. If you fighting, I know. You know, I know. Even though that doesn't make sense when it comes to Tank. Shit. No, I know. Right? His fight should be less stars because of the opponents. That's it. That's pretty strange. Yeah. But he got more fights, though, than Josh Teller. Josh Teller only has 17 fights to, com yeah. to calculate. Yeah, that's how they, they do it, like, plus, must, plus minus ratio based off of fights and rounds yeah. and stuff he, like that. One, yeah, if he, yeah, if he gets more it. fights, he'll be able to surpass them. Because I think if you look at Bud, he's right behind Earl Spence, I believe. Or vice versa, and it's because of those stars, man. I never really broke down that system, and so whatever. it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But look, see Crawford right now. Even though he's doesn't have the big fights, he still got twelve hundred points, which means you know you get a lot of points for undisputed. You get a lot of points for unifications. Yeah. And Crawford's done yeah. that throughout his career. You're Earl right. has just unified, so he actually is almost. Half of Crawford. Crawford is a 1,200 and Earl's under him at six. Mm. You know? So just showing it right there. Uh, Crawford and Earl. Let me, let, me, let me actually minimize it a bit so you can see the name a little better. For anybody that wanted to see the facts, it is 1,222 versus 680 for Crawford. Uh, 683. I mean, for, for, for Earl, but we'll see how many points Earl gets for this Manny fight now that the ring, because that's what you're going to get points for. The ring belt mm. will be on the line. The mm. WBA will be on the line. The WBC, the IBF. So he'll get a lot of points. I don't know how, how, how much he'll, you know. Look at the amount of points difference between Earl Spence and Sean Porter. That's crazy. Yeah, mm. man. Yo, Ness, uh, awesome saying to uh, pin the Discord uh Link. Yo, that Discord, I hope it works again because you know it changed, uh, it expires, man. So you got to let me know when it expires to create a new one. Got you, um, got you, got you. We got a super chat. Did we get to Ken Stone? Did I say that? Where did that go? Uh, how, how, Ken Stone with the $2 super chat says, how many ring belts has Tank won? Only real belt. 
Oh, that's the only real belt, oh, I think. Yeah, he's... and you see, and you get points for those belts. But listen, somehow Tank is number one on BoxRec, brothers. And we got uh, Rodney Evans Rod back Evans with another one. Says, Shout out to you. With a 499, says, Ness, who's better, Tank or Crawford? In the ring, sir, and please don't cap. Crawford. Crawford. I don't know, man. Their opposition. Listen, listen. Their opposition. Yo, oh, their opposition is very similar. And I'll tell you this. You know, uh, Bud's best fights are at 140. We can all agree to that. And and guess who's in it, in that division now? Crawford. So what I'll say. With Crawford. I, I mean, uh, Tank. And I think Tank knocks out Postal right now. He's still giving people problems. He's still for yeah, Ramirez. Like, he's still for he's still for Josh Teller. And Tank knocks out fucking Postal right now. And Dongo, sleep, sleep, off with his head, man. Um, Tank, yo, listen, they both exciting though. I don't even know this. The super chat is crazy because they both they both doing what I want. But 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 but. I think, and they tank, both got the same killer attitude, man. Look, I don't know, man. Look, but the, the resume, resumes are similar, man. Resumes are similar. Obviously, t uh, Crawford's got the undisputed, but I'm talking about l like names. Like, what's what's Crawford's biggest name on his resume? Gamboa, Amir Khan. All right, so you say Amir Khan, he says Gamboa. So I'll answer y'all both separately. Cool. For Beeb, simple. Common opponent with Tank, and Tank stopped him in twelve. Obviously, Crawford did better and had a better version of him. You said Khan. And, I think and, Mario's and right. without a doubt, right. without a doubt, I think everybody in the chat would agree. Don't say it. Don't say it. No, Tank don't. sleeps Khan. Oh, my God. I Tank can't believe Khan. said that. Everybody no, would agree. He and guess does. what? And guess what? Everybody else would agree that Amir Khan's best division was 140. That's when he was unified champ. Sure. Shout out to Danny Garcia who knocked his head off. Okay, with a left right, hook. right now, right now, Mario. You don't think right now? I don't think no, right no. now, Beeb. I think you no forgot way. that Mario is a fanatic. He got a tattoo of Khan on his back, man. Oh, uh, it's not even that. Like, you didn't know that? right oh, now, man. right now, Mario. At one forty-seven, Beeb. No, at one forty. I don't even know if Khan could get to one forty, bro. I think they would have to fight bruh, at one forty-seven. At one forty-seven, give it, give it to him. One hundred forty-three pound catch weight. Hey, Beeb. Beeb, Beeb, give it to him at 147. Okay. Fucking Tank will go up to be a fourth or fourth division Bro, on him. Are you talking? Is his, knocking him out at 154? His chin don't work. His chin Bro. fails him. His chin fails him every time out, man. Honestly, that's a dangerous fight. Let me Khan, read some of these. If, Let Khan, if it's the same Khan that fought Canelo, it, it, listen, I... that's a fight he could lose. Let Tank me could see. Lose I'm going to read some of these free Khan's ones. Khan's a better man. offensive fighter for sure. I want to read some of these free ones to see what they think about Khan, man. I want to see. I want to see. Let me see. Then go up a little bit more. Tanks your fight postal next, business wise. All right, no, let's see. All right, Mike Thompson, you just saying Khan? Okay, look at Reese Mack. He says Khan and a faded Kel. Nah, let me see. That ain't it. Amir beats Tank. I'm sorry, he's too fast. That's Austin. King KO says, Ness, Crawford beats those guys at their best, and they were undefeated. Yeah, cool, mm. man. But what about Tank versus Khan? Same 140 when Danny crushed him. That's right. Hit the like button. Don't come on here. It's really easy. Thank you, Dolores. Uh, Jaguar, Paul, nothing. Come on, man. What facts is all Steve said. But Steve, who you agree with? What up? 
I'm reading free chats, man. Come on. Mario's so upset, intrigued. He beats Khan in five seconds. There we go. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Khan gets knocked out in the dressing room, putting on his gloves. Ruin a 504. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's fucked up, bro. Brotherhood, wow. Khan already been stopped at the lower weights. Uh, come on, Tank Mum sleeps Khan. Damn, Khan, Khan without can box definitely Khan give Khan Tank easy. problems. That's L- what I read. Listen to Derek. Khan without box Khan easy. What the hell? Um, Jose's wife sleeps Khan. Eric Cruz said. <laughs> <laughs> Amir Khan outboxes maybe stops Tank said good stuff I don't believe that uh, Guthrie says Khan always gets hit he agrees with me uh, someone's laughing emoji he says he does I think he's talking about that chin always fell in him it does always fell in him let me see speed will beat Tank so that one's going uh, Tank went 12 with old Gamboa so he doesn't believe he'll beat Khan okay uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Anybody else? You mad the wrong guy. No, 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 let's see. Poor Khan, no. What? Tank would have to catch Khan, Reese, Mac. Anybody else? Tank would put Khan to sleep, B-Dog. Um, look, Cannabis saying Khan is trash. Uh, Tank would beat... No, you wildin'. I ain't reading that. You crazy now. My man said he would beat Canelo. Uh, yo, Brotherhood said Prescott can do it, so could Tank. That's true. Nah, no. Uh, Pres- first of all, Prescott was a heavier guy, and he had a punch. Like that guy could punch. You know what I mean? Uh, like that's not just you bro, can't just he's, he's extrapolate you, that. He's showing you special power, man. He's showing you. Special he is showing power. special power. Absolutely. I think that there's a time where at 147, I could see him knocking out Khan for sure. But that's times not. I mean, it depends what Khan, too. Like, I mean, I don't know what he looks like off the couch right now. Tank versus Crawford. Tank gets stopped. He, I hate it. <laughs> Tell Crawford come down to 140, make a super fight. Uh, Taylor beats Tank. Tank sleeps fury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yo, Danny Slow. You. Look, they said Danny Slow and he slept con. So you know what I mean? They think t- Tank Man, knocks him that out. was the right punch at the right time. And that was the not, that was the one out of 10 times that man lands that punch and wins. I'm sorry. I'll be a hater. Yo, Steve said Tank murders con. Yo, yo, <laughs> that. Batman all the way in Manchester. Tank obviously sleeps con. Trying to tell you, man, there's a lot of people. Like, Khan stole his girl. That's what happened. It's the chin, man. It's the chin, man. Like, nobody can get past that chin. It's too hard to forget that chin, man. Like, that chin is always, you know. Um, Who's this? KC Boxing in DC. What up? You want to know what my problem is or what's on my mind? Uh oh. He's about to have a whole conversation with his girl. Chill, champ. Chill, chizzy. Yo, Ness GTO, Instagram and Twitter. That's everybody except Stainless in the building slot. And then my bad chin. Red belt, black belt, W-O and green. I'm king. Undisputed goat, TBE. And you can catch the news first on TBV. Voice of the people, people now let me speak. Scientists of the sweet, B-O-X-I-N-G. Yo, TBV, what's good? What up, though? 
Yo, what's what's the topic, man? I heard you all talking about Tank and... Man, we talking about it's, everything. <laughs> but Tank is a star, so he overtook the Manny Pacquiao, Earl Spence, four belts on the line. Uh, WBA is having a, a board of governors meeting to decide whether they're going to reinstate Pacquiao. Plus, the ring has already placed the ring magazine on uh, title on the line. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. So go Yo, I got to be belts. real. Um, I ain't really get to speak on it yesterday. Uh, I don't know who that dude was. Uh, D, D nice, D style, D style. Yeah, he was wrong, man. He he got a little lost on that. Uh, Tank is a, a pay per view star, and he is a star. Now, superstar, he is not. You know, he's he's got to work his way up to that. Like when you guys. Like, like you were right, in a lot of ways, the only way that you could gauge his success was based on names like Pacquiao, Mayweather, Gotti, like, 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 uh, and even, even with, uh, Triple G, like, Triple, Triple G Platts told at a number, unless he had another sexy name on, on that, uh, on that fight, he plateaued around 180, 200,000 himself. So, the type to be able to do that with somebody who, no disrespect to Mario Barrios, but is, is a B level at best. A uh, boxing star or celebrity, like it's a good job, man. Shout out to Tank and shout out to Floyd for that. Um, that dude Scott, he's, I mean, he's a meteorite right now. Like I'm not even that big a Tank fan, but you, you, you got to get credit where credit's due, man. And, and he accomplished what he was look, looking to accomplish and selling out that fight. Uh, Two hundred fifteen thousand for a hundred forty pound fight with just one big name is pretty good because I remember Espinosa. Before uh, Corona, with uh, who was it? The uh, with, Earl, with Earl Spence, and, and Spence and Mikey was saying like two twenty five or something like that would be a good number. Yep. So so two fifteen is that's exceptionally well considering that he's Different we consider him scale. just just yeah yeah you know what I'm saying. So you got to get credit with credit due. So shout shout out to that young man for at least sticking with the green print of nothing else and getting that part done. Man. Uh, do I do I think that he can beat everybody? No, you know what I'm saying. Those things are remain to be seen. You you can't really gauge until he fight those those other people we we consider upper echelon. But you got to give respect to the dude where the respect is due and credit where it's due. You know what I'm saying, uh, but as you can hear, it's loud. I'm gonna change in my sign, uh, so I'm gonna get off. As I always say, please make sure you push the thumbs up, share this in every episode of the Boxing Voice Podcast. This TBV for life. And if you ain't on Patreon, it's because you're stupid. Shout out to El Camino. Peace. Yes, sir, man. Yeah, man, if you noticed our interview with Eddie Hearn yesterday or our interviews today uh, and, and you notice people asking questions, that's because they're Patreon members of TBV and they get to ask a question for each one of our guests anytime we have a guest or anytime I or another of the correspondents goes out on the road. I want to go ahead and ring the alarm one more time because every soldier counts. <laughs> Shout out to the two subscribers we gained. We're at 127 and 93. Like I said, I'm trying to get to 127, 100. Help us get to that. Um, we'll be back at 7 p.m. Eastern time for some Border Wars talk. Without a doubt, every Wednesday, 7 p.m., we got Border Wars. And Border Wars is back, obviously, September 18th, where our very own Mario Munguia, who's right here on the panel, will be defending his pride in front of his lady he's going to be fighting. And not only that, there is said to either be an elimination bout, uh, some sort of interim title, or an, a title in itself. 
Uh, we'll, we'll give you all the details at 7 p.m. what's going to happen. There will be a lot of title fights as there are a lot of worthy uh, opponents. All the Border Wars rules and regulations are posted for anybody wondering how do you get a shot. Um, you already know. Check us out on Patreon for all that. And at 7 p.m. Eastern, that's GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Catch us on the next one. At Mario Mugi on Twitter, at Mario Mugi on Instagram. Like Ness said, catch us tonight for the Border Wars show. Um, being told that, uh, yeah, it could get a little spicy tonight. So uh, check you out. Peace. And also, uh, make sure you're paying attention to Patreon because uh, depending on Mario's availability, we could maybe slide in uh, this week's episode of Untitled. Um, so yeah, oh, yeah just, let's do that. Just pay attention to notifications. Pay attention to the Discord, uh, you know, and, and, and stay up to date. Peace. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.